Circle K is America's thirst stop. And yours. Stay cool this summer with ice-cold favorites like Froster, Polar Pop Cup, iced coffee, and more. When life's go, 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 make us your first stop. Circle K, America's thirst stop. Welcome to the Nimbic Chevrolet Outdoor Show. I'm Captain Kevin Faber. Good morning, Jeff Lagerman, Captain Kirk Waltz, Chris Wayne. Good morning. The whole team's here this morning. Enjoy it. Wow. Yeah, enjoy it. <laughs> I don't know if I'm all here, though. I think pieces of me are out there in Atlantic somewhere floating around. You know, chunks of my body. Oh, Oh, man. dear. Oh. That sounds nasty. Oh, my God. This week, it was, it was so, calm and rough so and rough windy. and yeah. rough. I'm so tired of, uh, you know, you don't want to bitch and moan. No. Yeah, but you are. Yeah. I am. I'm whining. Yeah, he is. I don't want to bitch and moan, but here but I am. But it was a rough ocean. Uh, yeah. It was uh, a rough ocean. Oh. Oh. I, I'm beat know. up. I mean, it, two, two, pretty windy. Two, two of the days, I just said no. I just I, I just said no. Oh. I'm just going to stay on the beach. and. Two yeah. of those days, I wish I had. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, and it, 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 uh, I, I did it on, I guess it was Wednesday. Yeah, it was Wednesday. Um, I ended up 10 miles offshore and, and they had called for Southwest winds at 10 to 15 and afternoon Southwest at five. Uh-huh. Okay. So you, in your mind, you're going, okay, cool. About, yeah, 11, about 11 o'clock, it'll lay down. Yeah. Not only did it not lay down. It got rougher. It got rougher. Yep. And, and, Nasty and, rough. and, and, and I, I, you know, when it's, when it's coming due West like that, Jeff, I mean, what you do is you just make a beeline straight for the beach. Yeah. Don't. Don't no. don't, don't take it quarter. Yeah, don't try to go to the inlet. Yeah, exactly. And and man, that first five miles, a little rough. Bang 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 bang. Exactly. And all you can do is throttle up, throttle back, yep. throttle up, throttle back. Yep. Try not to yep. I mean, beat yep, the boat yep, up. You have to you have to stand up on the wheel. That's for sure. Yeah, you can't sit. Nope. You got one hand on the wheel, one hand on the throttle, going yep. up and down. I was that was one of the days down. I was actually looking at maybe taking the kayak into the ocean. Right. And uh, and man, it, it caught. Like Monday, Tuesday in the afternoons, it got rough. Rough, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then on Wednesday, I was like, oh, well, 10 to 15. But we'd already had plans, to me and Dylan, to go inshore in the intercoastal. And it was blowing pretty good in there now. Oh, yeah. I mean, and for – I will, I, 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 look, I've never fished in a kayak. And I can tell you, when it's blown 10 to 15, if it's blown 15. Yeah, blowing your round. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you're in a light, yeah, yeah. light little kayak, you know. So it's different. It's totally yep. different. Yeah, it was uh was it had really one one just terrible day and I I hate those days. Yeah. And, you know, I had uh, Ed Solis and and um, his friend uh, Jerry and I zigged when I should have zagged. You know, everybody went north to catch bait. Nobody found any bait, so I ran south. So there. So go ahead. And and I get. Halfway to Matanzas, and and I see my buddy Matt, who comes out of Matanzas, coming my way, uh-huh. and I'm like, oh no, not a good sign. Yeah, he's like, he's like, there's nothing there, bro. And and I, those guys, um, call me, and they're like, uh, they're 
they're north of the desert. <laughs> Halfway That's to Matanzas. How long of a ride is it from the St. Augustine Inlet to the desert? Uh, 12 miles. I mean, by boat, you know, you're looking at what? Well, I mean, you know, when it's I mean, not, it's not it, 20 miles an yeah, hour. Yeah, it's about 20, 20, I, mean, it, it, I mean, seriously, by the time we did all that, I got in front of St. Augustine Inlet. And I, and it's I, an hour. I, yeah, and, and, I, and I bought the boat off plane, and I turned around and said, look, here's here's the situation. Yeah. You know? I mean, I, I got to run 12 more miles to, to to catch bait. And I said, we can't go offshore because it's blowing like the Dickens, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So we're going to have to fish the beach. I said, but we're not going to be fishing for another hour. We could scrap it and reschedule, which I'm good with, mm-hmm. you know, because it's already almost quarter till nine. I left at mm-hmm. 730. Yeah. Or we could run down there and catch bait and fish the beach, which we did. They're like, no, dude, we're here. Let's go. You know, <laughs> and we did. He and, calls and, me. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm nine. I'm ten miles offshore, getting ready to put baits out. And he calls me, Kirk. Good morning. And I'm like, and I, I'm thinking that was the next day. By the way, I was like, man, that sounds clear as a bell. <laughs> I'm like, damn, sounds like he's right next to me. And I'm thinking, where are you at? He goes, uh, coming up on the Jack's Beach Pier. And I'm like, oh my god. I said, really? He goes, yeah. Where's the bait? I said, front of the sea turtle. <laughs> I said, God bless you, man. He's so, like, well, so gotta wait do a minute. It. Now, lad. Uh, Weekend last weekend, right? Oh God, it was everywhere. It was a tournament. It was everywhere. Yeah, it was. Which, it was. It was wall to wall. Yeah, great. I mean, perfect timing for wall, the tournament for the old school Kingfish yep. shootout. It was everywhere. Biggest flip flop pogies I've seen in years. Hey, yeah. the, the the crazy thing is, look at the timing of that. I mean, because there was like no bait. No, there wasn't. Leading no, there wasn't. up to the old school Kingfish shootout. Nope. Yeah, I agree. And nope. then all of a sudden, <laughs> just a, you know, a few matter of days before the tournament, yeah. man, there's bait everywhere yep. for the tournament. There's Bait everywhere. There, there was, and I need to start hanging out with Paul Dozier. I agree. That dude's living right. Yeah, I agree. Totally. I don't know. And he got and and it had been blowing southeast for fifteen days. Yeah, was Nobody was hard. even able to get out. And two days before the tournament, it goes south southwest. Good for him. <laughs> good for him. Better be lucky than good. Uh, yeah. Oh, I saw him at Angie's this week. Hmm. Uh, Paul? Yeah. Oh, cool. I did. He didn't see me, but I saw him. Oh, okay. I was I was sitting outside with a t- waiting on a to go order, and I uh, happened to see him in there. Post post old school kingfish shootout. Well, next weekend we got the kingbuster. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. Let's let's uh, let's go talk to Captain Don Dingman about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Don. That's right. We do have the kingbuster next weekend. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Absolutely. Uh, we're Give fired it. up, and there's bait on the beach right now. I've been throwing one one time every every cast, loading up every cast last three days. Well, well listen, we don't we don't us in St. Augustine don't want to hear about your bait in Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah, you know, man. But um, it's going to be good. I got we. I don't know any junior angler that pays sixty thousand dollars in prizes. So we got the highest payout of any junior angler term I've ever heard of. We got a, a boat motor and trailer, sixteen foot Carolina skiff with a sixty Suzuki for first. A bad company adventure for second, um, 40 kayaks after that, marine wow. easy riders, 100 of those. Um, you know, man, it's the time when you're supposed, it's supposed to be fun. And so many of these tournaments, you get out there, you get discouraged, you don't get a bite, you get this, you get that. Go fishing with your kids, have some fun. I guarantee you, you're going to win a great prize. <laughs> so, so that, wait a minute, Don, where in the world did you find? Greater, wait, wait, wait. On top of that, the greater, the, the, uh, the general tournament, um, we increased the payout for that too. So it's 15 grand a trip to Costa Rica for that one. So, you know, man, we, we try to make it good. We try to make it family friendly. We got ale house cooking dinner for everybody. Heck with COVID, let's get back to normal. And, um, so we got fettuccine Alfredo and wings for 350 nice. people. Uh, 
it's going to be a nice time, man. We're going to make it short and sweet at Marine Max. Um, really easy to have the captain's meeting there because they ain't got no boats. Everybody's sold out. So, um, yeah, it's like I, a warehouse. Hey, man, I've never seen so many boats on the water. I mean, I've just never seen it. I've that's never classic. seen it. Yeah, like that, that, that's good. Uh, fr- Friday night, correct? Friday night, yeah. Friday night registration starts at 2. Um, captain's meeting at 7. Be over by the 7.30. If you know me, I cut to the chase and get out of there. Ain't nobody wants to get home more than me. And um, so Saturday morning, fish for the general tournament. Sunday, you fish the juniors. You got to be on a boat on, on Saturday. You have to be in the general tournament to fish the kids. And the reason is, is we take the general tournament entry money and buy prizes from them. Sure. I just caught, talked to uh, Jake from Ace, from uh, Ace Hardware. You know, how many kayaks you got? 12. I'll take them all. I'm buying kayak. If you want a kayak for Father's Day for your dad, you better get it today because I just bought them all. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, he did literally. So I, did, I was talking to Tara last night, and and, yeah. uh, and and Jacob got a phone call from Don at Hagen Ace Hardware, Hagen Coastal Outfitters. Mm-hmm. Bought him out. Bought him out. Yeah. So seriously, yeah. Don's not joking. If you want a kayak, you better hurry up and get it now. <laughs> right. And what we do, man, and whatever money you know, I figure out whatever money we're making, I go spend it on the kids, and whatever's left, we send it to Dreams Come True at the end, and we have a lot for them too, and. I got to say, man, the captains in Jacksonville stepped up for that. We, we got a full load, about 12 or 15 boats taking Dreamers out this year. Um, and that's a big thing, too. You know, if there's a hero out there, it's them um, giving up their time to go king fishing for nothing just to take and be part of a memory for somebody. What, what's the entry stuff. fee? Uh, entry fee is 400 bucks now. Cash only at the captain's meeting and then 20 bucks for each kid. Um, so we, we load up the kids. They get a shirt, a rod and reel. I've uh, got fighting belts for the first 150 of them. Um, so we really load up the kids, you know, on their captain's bag and, and on this, in the general tournament, you get a fair salt life sport optics for signing up. You rather have that than a $20 bag, right? So you get that plus your captain's bag, um, with a bunch of goodies in it, but you know, you get to pick your glasses, you know, we lay them out, come pick out the pair you want. Everybody's like, these are free. Really? Really? They're good. They're $240 all glass lenses, kick butt glasses. Um, so we try to make it fun and friendly for everybody and love to see you out there next weekend. Kingbuster.com. I'll be there. Yeah, the good thing too is the fish have shown up. Too, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. are, man. We we limited out yesterday. I had seven for ten on a four hour trip yesterday. Um, so the fish are there. You know, it's just finding the big one. Um, and another thing about this tournament, like say, you know, you, you go for the general, and then by by Sunday, everybody knows where the fish are. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Everybody tries to put the kids on the fish. And I got to say this: um, if you got if you're fishing with somebody like say Kirk, you you and Kevin go on the boat, and you're fishing in the general tournament on Saturday, and Kirk's the captain. On Sunday, y'all can split up and take both your kids. You know, you you know what I mean. As long as you're a crew on that boat, right? You know, some guys. You know, you talk to the pickets, man. I got twelve kids. We got to take three boats. <laughs> you know, right? So what? Um, twelve kids? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we had 192 fish to kids anglers last year. Nice. So, um, so we're looking forward to it this year, and it's um, it's supposed to be about spending quality time with your family and having some fun. So, if you want to fish a fun kingfish tournament and have some great chances of winning next week's time. Well, Pray for good weather and we'll be good. I'll see you on Friday night. Thank you, guys. All right, buddy. Captain Don Dingman, Kingbuster. Check right, in. Let's uh, let's do weather and the tides let's here before it. we get to Gary. And uh, the weather report is brought to you by the Bearded Pig Best Barbecue in Jacksonville. Yes, indeed. Thursday, swung on by the San Marco location on 1224 Kings Avenue. Got me a little, little snack. I got the uh, <laughs> Frito pie. Snack. I said I'll take a little extra of the brisket on top of that. And it was so good. Yeah. So good. Candy. Folks, if you haven't had the barbecue at the Bearded Pig, you're doing yourself a disservice. And the weather forecast, here it is. 
for today. South winds, 5 to 10 knots becoming southeast, 10 to 15 in the afternoon. Seas, 2 to 3. Tonight, south winds, 15 to 20 knots. Oh, boy. Diminishing to 10 to 15 after midnight. Tomorrow, southwest winds, 10 to 15 knots, 3 to 4 feet. And by the way, that's Father's Day. It is Father's Day. Yeah, and you've got a, a depression going into the yeah. Gulf, and that's going to affect that wind it's, tomorrow. It's, I think it's going to affect that wind for the next We'll talk about that, we'll that in just a yeah. second here. Yeah. And then on Monday, southwest winds, 10 to 15. What's it going to do? Tuesday, southwest winds, 10 to 15. Ugh. Wednesday, southwest winds, 5 to 10 knots. So it's not bad. Uh, the Tides Port brought to you by Angie Subs. Best sub shop in Jacksonville. Had me approving this week. Thank you very much, Ed. That's a shock. Man, yeah. So, what I know it is, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, did you leave the bearded it. pig and just go there? Or? Well, me and Dylan went fishing. Probably. On Wednesday, and then after we got done, we, we rolled up to Angie's, and I can tell you, I crushed the french fries. Well. <laughs> I crushed them. He did say that he stopped and got the uh, Frito thing. At the, yeah, exactly. The, that that was was snack. Yeah, yeah, I assume with Kevin, you yep. just had an appetizer. No, that was Thursday. That's a dine around, isn't that, that what they the call that? Bearded pig dine was around. on Thursday. Oh. Angie's was on Wednesday. Okay. It's our age thing. So the tides for today at 9.58 a.m., it is a low tide, and it's a negative .27. And then at uh, 4.41 p.m. today, it's a 4.54 high tide. Tomorrow on Father's Day at 4.53 a.m., it's a high tide. That's a 4.23. And then at 10.52 a.m., it's a negative .46 low tide. That's your tide support brought to you each and every week. By Angie Subs. All right, let's go to the phone lines. Let's bring up Gary. Got a question of the week. Good morning, Gary. Good morning, gentlemen. Happy Father's Day to you all. Thank you. Hey, hey, Jeff, I'm still waiting to hear from uh, Joe Butler how the 49ers traded all them picks to uh, draft Kyle Pitts. It's funny. I haven't heard from him since. From who? <laughs> that was the craziest thing I ever heard. I, I'm, I'm, you, you lost, lost me. Yeah, you lost, lost me. Gary. Say it again. The 49ers traded all the picks. They were going to trade all the picks to address uh, Kyle Pitts. And it oh, made me oh, laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they, it made look. me laugh. And Joe's been conspicuous by his absence since. But uh, I just quickly, Jeff, I wanted to thank you for about uh, talking about, you know, uh, even uh, Trevor Lawrence is going to struggle. you got to expect Trevor Lawrence to struggle a little bit. If not, you're in naive and with Peyton Manning and even Aikman. That's what bugged me as being a Dolphin fan. People are so ready to get rid of Tua. The guy who's played half a year came off major hip surgery. How about giving the guy a chance before you're ready to run him out of town? People are so impatient. Come on, he threw five picks the other day in practice. Get him oh, out of no. there. <laughs> in, in, in a pouring rain. Oh, so what? He's going he's to have to play in a pouring rain. It's Miami. Hey, happy Festivus. <laughs> yeah. Serenity now. Come on. Get rid of the guy. Oh, you guys are harsh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I believe Trevor struggled through a couple of picks, too, in the practice. Uh, well, we'll I can't see. wait for the King Buster. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't Trevor throw a couple of pick six and struggle in the red zone, too? Uh, King Buster is going to be fantastic. What is your, what is your question? Gary, so are you yeah, excited you, for the uh, season or what? Yeah. Yeah, do you have a question? Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm so fired up. You know, the speed, Jeff, the, the, with, uh, you know, Will Fuller and, and – uh, General Walls all the time have had this much Gary, Gary, and it's, Clayton. Gary, it's the outdoors show. Have you got an outdoors question? <laughs> but you have to ask me if I'm excited about hey, the season. Okay. Hey, Gary. We're, we were talking about fishing season. Who you got in the oh. King Buster? Yeah. <laughs> I got uh, 
Joe Butler, he sure don't know anything about football. Oh, okay. But I saw a great segment, guys, the other day. I don't know if any of you caught it on the news about, uh, you know, the, the droughts they're having and having between the, the droughts and, the, you know, the damming of the, the water for crops. And they uh, showed a thing how, you know, they had a, a hatchery for salmon. Right. And they hatched, like, I don't know, something crazy, like 7 million salmon. Yeah. Put into the. Yep. But yeah, they do have that they all ever up. done it? Have they ever done anything like that around here for any? Yes. Now, now salmon isn't. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. No, they, I mean they, for they any kind of species. They, they do it for redfish. Um, do they in, in Tampa? Yeah, and then they also yeah. up in South Carolina at Department yeah, of DNR right. they do trout, cobia, yep. and redfish. Yep. Yeah. I've been there and seen the lab. All right, Gary, we got to take a break. Yeah, man, we got to run. Thanks, guys. Hey, yep. just to give everybody right, a little little snippet here. Mm-mm. Snippet of information. At, at seven thirty, Doctor Quentin White is going to be calling in, and a, a big thank you to him because today his daughter is getting married. Oh wow! And wow. he's taking and he's, the time to call the show wow. on wedding day. Well, to, because there's some calling us doesn't cost him anything. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but there's been the the news about the barge it's the only thing today. Yeah, <laughs> and the ash that was you know from an email that was found. News Four Jacks reported through some kind of an email that was found that there was like nine thousand plus tons of that ash that was released from the barge or escaped from the barge. I don't know if you want to call it escape leaked, whatever you want to call it. Right. And so there's obvious concern. And so Dr. Yeah. White, you know, when we had him on before, they were doing a pretty good job. And there was really an indication of that kind of amount was, was had escaped from the barge or was released from the barge. Or I see it from every day and talk to those engineers and, and, and guys every day running those boats every morning. Right, so we're going to ha- talk to him and, and see Get an update. <clears throat> what's going on and what kind of an impact can we expect from this. And then also at uh, 8.30, we're going to have some noodlers on. Noodlers. You know noodlers. what noodlers are? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> they don't eat a lot of pasta. <laughs> uh, Michelle Caldwell-Smith and her daughter went to Oklahoma where Ooh, they hooked up with Oklahoma. some – Folks of the women of the outdoors, and they went catfish noodling, and uh, we're going to post some pictures and talk to her and her daughter, and her daughter and her are I, like, I, I can't uh, wait. I mean, yeah. th- how cool is that? Yeah, I can't wait. I can't just do that in Florida. Florida yep. Can't do noodling in Florida. So we'll we'll talk. A couple okay. special guests coming on today, right here yep. right. on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Swinging. <laughs> Sitting on the front porch eating chocolate pie. What, was that probably his most popular song? Uh, uh, Seminole Wind was Seminole Wind was great. Seminole Wind was great. Yeah. 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 And he was, but, he was awesome. But this is probably one of the songs to where the voice, and the voice squeaks. Yeah. It actually makes part of the song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, 100%. And, and, and it was probably one of the most popular songs to dance to. Yep. Oh, you yeah. know? I mean, yeah. it was it, that 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 song was. Kirk, Kirk was dancing to uh, the Grateful Dead and all those other 
drug craze <laughs> music of that the hippie, 60s. Hippie music. He was like, you know, doing all that yeah. crazy stuff yeah. like yeah. we're doing at yeah. twist. Woodstock. We're doing the twist. Yeah. Chubby Checkers twist, you know. <laughs> Got to go back. You're not that old. <laughs> go back a few more. All right. Hey, uh, consignment boat sales, which is up there near the Mayport boat ramp. This week they listed a sailfish 2360 center console mm-hmm. and a 2019 Tidewater 19-foot center console. A 2017 Nautic Star 19 foot center console, a Super 18 GNU, GNU with a 50, a 50 horsepower 50 outboard. A GNU, Wait a minute, wow. what is this drag racing? <laughs> Damn. Uh, and if uh, and they're still looking for for more pre-owned boats to sell. So if you got a boat to sell, call Consignment Boat Sales and go to jacksboating.com or give guy a call at 904-249-6225. Easy enough. Uh, let's go to the phone lines and uh, let's bring up Chris this morning. Morning, Chris. Good morning, fellas. How you doing? Morning, Chris. Good morning. Yep. Good morning, guys. Morning, Chris, uh, just real quick, I, we heard that uh, you had a loss, and yes, sir. so sorry to hear that. Yep. I, I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah we uh, mom uh, mom was two months shy of sixty uh, or seventy or eighty. I, I got my give my numbers confused. 87 years old. Her and dad been together for two weeks, guy, of uh, 68 years. Wow. She, she lived a, a good, healthy, healthy, healthy life. And, uh, she's in a better place. So. Yeah, but, that's uh, right. Yep, yep, for sure. So, yeah, we're headed out to the uh, to the Bayport Marine. We'll go fishing on the world-famous Real Breeze this the, morning. The, the world-famous Real Breeze. The, yep. They are now. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's uh, that would uh, be the boat that your son fished yep. on last that's weekend when they won the why or the old, excuse me the old school kingfish shootout. Yes, they so did. Congratulations yes. to them. They uh, Bill uh, Bill's Jake's grandpa, and he's uh, he's he's dude. He's taking me fishing. You know, we just go get on the boat, go fish, come back. It's a little bit easier than doing the the, the big boat, but uh, you know. So we're going to go out and uh, try to catch some mangroves and some kingfish. Just goof around a little while this morning. I got my, my daughter with me and uh, my nephew um, from Texas is going to go with us. Just going to go poke around a little bit, see what we can do. But just wanted to tell y'all good morning and uh, and uh, see what was going on. I just listening to your show. And uh, uh, y'all always do a great show. And uh, hey, another one of John Anderson's songs is Chicken Truck. Yes, absolutely. Chicken yeah. truck. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right, buddy. You you go. Have a great day. And um, it, like I said, condolences to you and your family. Yeah, that's a, that's a tough one. I appreciate it, but we all, Kevin, we all know we all know where she's at, and and, uh, and Amen. She's just waiting on us now. That's right. Absolutely. God bless uh, you, brother. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Y'all, uh, y'all take care. I re- and. Uh, I'll let you know what we do next weekend. Okay, buddy. All right. All right, so I got a question for you guys because it kind of relates to the tournament last week. So last weekend during the show, we already know, okay, that Chris's son and and their boat, they've got a great fish. They fished the first day, which was on Friday. Mm -hmm. And on Saturday, now you have another 250 ballparkish boats that are fishing this tournament. Right. And all of a sudden, a guy that you know very well who's in the Grey Goose Cup, right, or yep. whatever you call it. Is it the Grey yep. Goose Cup? Yep, yep. very good. Okay. Yep. Jeff Stam yep. 
had a fish that we were all looking at the picture going, oh, I don't know. Yeah. This one might be a winner. What did that fish weigh? Um, well, Paul, if you remember, Paul sent us two pictures. The first picture that he sent us was the boat called Roughing It. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. And the captain of that boat mm-hmm. fished with me this week. Okay. Okay. So, and then the second picture he sent to us was Jeff Stamm on turn three. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, dude, it's 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 hard to, okay, because I, I knew 38 pounds was was a 50-50 shot. Yeah. Yeah. To I, make I, it through day two. I, yeah. I, absolutely. I mean, seriously, Jeff, it was, it was 39 pounds. I would have given it a 90% chance. But 38 pounds is 50-50. And the, both of those fish had a chance. But Jeff even told me, and he, look, Jeff's caught enough big fish. He said, it's a mid-30s fish. It's not 38 pounds. Okay. But roughing it now, theirs was 37 dot something. Ooh, close. They were close. They and were, that one didn't look as big in the picture that we got. I, mean, I thought yeah, it, I, it, it did to me. It just, that's the one thing about pictures. Yeah, I know. Yeah, sure. I mean, there's can. there's an art to, to but, taking uh, pictures. Here's, with a, fish. Here, here's the deal: the picture that Jake sent all of us. Yes, we all said mid twenties. Yeah, it did. It, it, the fish. I mean, if you look at the fish mm-hmm. when, when he's holding it, I mean, it's on our Facebook. Yeah, when you look that's at that the picture, we posted yeah, on you, our when Facebook. When you look page. at that, that's the picture that he sent us. It, that fish does not look thirty eight pounds. Yeah, you know, it, it just doesn't. It's hard to judge them too. It, it is. It really really, is. It, it, you, you know, except for. <laughs> oh, I don't want to get on him anymore. <laughs> I just don't. I don't want to start on Captain Scott this morning. Oh uh, no! Don't do it. No, uh, no don't, don't don't do yeah. it. Yeah, all right. I'll yeah. just totally distract you. Uh, but, okay. but want to send a thank you out to Jason Barrett. He was the one who. <laughs> <laughs> J- Jason uh, sent me. Or sent us on our Facebook page, sent us a message and said and gave us a heads up about the the incident or the with the the discovery of this email thing that oh, found okay. out about the barge and all that kind of stuff and and so that led to us contacting Dr. Quentin White to see if he was going to be available to come on the show. Right. And so thank you, Jason, for the heads up because you know well you know we're doing other things during the course of the week. Sometimes we don't pay attention to all the latest breaking news and jason was like totally our uh, uh in the field reporter in the field reporter for the nimic outdoor what, what happened show to top gun uh well i mean top gun's probably taking a back seat to jason i mean oh, jason's uh, yeah. like on his game yeah you know? exactly. so uh you know, you know, so. I mean, he's usually our you know in the field reporter. eye in the sky yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, he's, hey he's he's in deep cover on a case that's <laughs> <laughs> that what it is and you know yeah. you, you always have yeah, people where that the have, portal lets come from. You always have people <laughs> that have jobs. Uh-huh. And John Strickland, thank you so much for bringing us the pickles in last yes. week. They were outstanding. Yep, I mean outstanding. Super good. Okay, and he always keeps us entertained during the course of the week with things that he sends us mm-hmm. via our Facebook uh-huh. page. He sent this link of this guy that's swimming in like a pond. Next to, I don't know if it's a boat or a dock or what, and the guy's in the water with an alligator. Oh. Okay, and this alligator has got to be, I don't know, eight plus feet? Okay, and so. Heck no. He's like hanging out with this alligator. I'm playing a video for Kevin. Oh, come on. I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna yeah. play it. Okay, so, so the guy's in the water with an alligator, and he a, knows a, there's an alligator. It's a big alligator. It's a big alligator. Yeah. And he thinks that this alligator is just gonna ignore him. Hey, yo, hold on. <laughs> listen, listen. Hold on. 
Alligator, alligator starts to bite him on the shoulder. That's that's that is the epitome of <laughs> stupidity. No, of hold my beer. Watch yeah, this. Yeah, oh, one hundred. Chris, that's yeah. probably Doctor White calling in. <laughs> Ten four. Right. So anyway, where do they find these people? I that, I don't know. I mean, there's that, a every year there's a yeah. Darwin Awards, yeah. and is that guy not a? I mean, he's like hands down winner. Yes, I mean, total. What a, what a dummy. People, what was that series of movies that came out with? Jackass, the movies. Yeah, I think that's what people try to do. Wow. I'll do that. Wow! Like anyway. you know, you know, bull sharks swimming around the boat. Let's jump in. Yeah, let's jump in and yeah. swim with. Yeah. They're eating the kingfish, so let's just jump in and see if we can get a picture of one real big, close. Big thank you, to John, though, for keeping us entertained. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right, awesome. All right, let's take a break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk to Dr. Quentin White, Jacksonville University Marine Science Research Institute executive director and we're going to find out about what's going on with this barge just outside the mouth of the st john's river right here on the nimnik chevrolet outdoor show and i'm not turning your mic up jeff Lagerman, until i say this is atlanta rhythm section and not boskegs or steely dan <laughs> or steely dan Anyway, grateful dead. We're wasting no time. We're going right to the phone lines. Dr. Quentin White, Executive Director of Jacksonville University Marine Science Research Institute, was kind enough to join us on a day in which, first of all, uh, Quentin, thank you for coming on. Good morning, and uh, congratulations. Your daughter's getting married today. Good morning. Thank you. Yeah, I don't do this for everybody, Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and part of the reason why is that it's not every day that we – have some information that came out this week about how this coal ash had escaped from the barge or had leaked from the barge and we didn't think it was all that big and all of a sudden now you read that it's estimated to be over 9,000 tons is that the the case and and if so what what is the impact uh that's the report uh that 9,300 tons yeah that volume just sort of boggles my mind a little bit but this this barge probably held something between 12,000 and 14,000 tons of cold ash. Um, and we talked about this several weeks ago on the show, um, about the concern was that weather being what it is would eventually cause the barge to begin to break up. In this case, apparently what happened in mid-May when we had that storm come in, it blew the hatch covers off of the barge, and that in turn let the wave action wash off 9,300 tons of this material into the, into the ocean. So, and again, um, we had discussed this several weeks ago. My initial concern is what I call the smothering effect. This, you get this material coming off the barge onto the bottom, and even if it's just clean sand, it's going to smother everything that's on the bottom. Yeah. And most of us don't think about the fact that there are animals that, that burrow into the bottom, live on the bottom, and are part of the food chain, if you would, that um, some of the fish eat, and it, it's all part of what's going on. Um, so you've got that. Um, and we don't really fully understand the extent of the problem yet, because this material, when it goes into the water, the, the heavier material, the larger particles, will settle straight into the bottom. It'll settle pretty close. But the finer stuff will get carried further away. And frankly, the finer it is, the further it can float uh, or drift. And we got reports from 
both fishermen and some pilots that flew over the area that actually drifted this material. There was a plume heading off of the barge about 100 yards um, away. And the report I had at the time was it was going to the northeast, but that's all dependent on time, tide, wind, current, etc. So we don't really quite know how far this stuff spread, how much is going on. Um, reading the reports that are coming out about the barge now, they are focusing on trying to, what I'm going to say, recover the barge and pull it off. Um, and that is ending, turning out to be quite a, a task. They spent quite a bit of time uh, working on that. Yeah, I talk to those guys every morning. Yeah. And and they are feverishly working hard on it. I mean, they're working their butts off oh. on it. But yeah. they're trying they, to trying to lift it enough so it could be towed. And they felt yeah. like yesterday when I talked to them, they felt pretty confident that in the next day or two they could get it up if the weather would cooperate. Yeah, it's, it's all about weather and tide because at this point, you frankly need either a full moon or a new moon to give you the maximum high tide to be able to pull that thing off. Right, and they, they're aware of that. I, you know, I'm reading the daily reports on it, um, and they're, they're you're right, they're working hard. Um, and they, in, in fact, one of the things I think that got done right was that they frankly beached this barge so that it didn't just immediately dump this stuff, and they got four thousand tons of it off. Yeah. Um, so you know, yep, they've they've worked hard. They've, they've tried hard, but nature being what it is, it's, it's, this is what's going on now. So we. We've got this stuff on the bottom, and we don't exactly know what's going to happen to it. Um, and that that worries me. Um, you know, I, I'll comment that. You know, I worry that you got the smothering effect. Um, we're not going to see fish killed. So, you know, we're not going to see that. That just not that kind of material. This doesn't cause that kind of poisoning of the environment, if you would. Um, what's going to happen is a, is a much more gradual process. Um, you know what I worry about? I'm out there throwing that cast net every day in front of that thing, and yeah. put, putting well, that, that wet cast net. Oh, that's in why my all the pogies are in there. Yeah, <laughs> every day. Yeah, well, that and that's part of the concern is you know what is the the long term consequences of this? Um, what are the concentrations? I mean, it, it's going to take some study, and this is where I hope that federal and state agencies step up and and make the I guess in this case, Moran Towing, um, or whoever's responsible, to do extensive sampling, find out where this material is, find out what the concentrations are, and then then we can begin to make decisions about what, what to do. Um, do you try to remove it? Um, in some cases, that may not be worth the effort. I hate to say it like that. Um, yeah. The concentrations may be so small that, okay, now we don't really have to worry about it. But if you've got a thick layer of this material, can you effectively get it up and you may not be able to i mean that, that's the other piece you, yeah. you've got to do a risk assessment to make sure that you're not going to do more damage getting rid of it than just leaving it in place and there there may be an argument just for leaving it there and letting it sort of gradually dissipate um i don't like the, the old phrase the solution to pollution is dilution but the reality is we've got a lot of this stuff out there, it's in the water. What can we really do? Um, because in some cases, it's, 
you just got to count on it being diluted to the point that it, it doesn't become a problem. But that that sort of opens up the next question, which is, you know, this, this cold ash material, which is, you know, for probably political reasons uh, more than scientific, is not classified as a hazardous waste. Um, there are a lot of us that think it should be. <clears throat> I've talked to some toxicologists this past week that agree that they think, yeah, it, it would be justified to be a toxic waste. But right now it's not. And so um, what they've done in terms of how they've moved it, how they've handled it, has been perfectly legal. I mean, nobody's done anything, quote, wrong. Uh, it's just that we probably, I would be an advocate for trying to strengthen the regulations for how you handle cold ash so that we are better able to not have these kinds of events occur. Would would the classification and getting that classified as a, I don't know, toxic substance or something of that nature help with yeah, having have, guidelines? Yeah, exactly. It's classified as a toxic waste, uh, which is not right now. And so, you know, I get concerned because this material gets in the water column. Um, it's loaded with what we call toxic materials, which are things like arsenic and lead and mercury. Um, and they have their own associated health problems. And frankly, there's been a number of cases around the country where they've had these cold ash deposits and there are associated health clusters of problems, people with cancers and, and other problems around these cold ash sites. Um, part of what's happened in terms of this particular material it's the result of a coal-fired generating station in Puerto Rico, and they'd actually piled some of this stuff in the Dominican Republic at one point. They had piled it in Puerto Rico at one point, and the local people had sort of raised enough concern that the Puerto Rican government said, okay, you got to get rid of it. It can't stay here. They took, they took it to, frankly, a poorer country. This is so you get into this overall question of social justice. And very caused some health issues, is my understanding. And so now they say, okay, you can't have it there. And now they're bringing it to the United States, and they're bringing it to Jacksonville, and it's going to our port and being trucked up to a landfill in Georgia, which may be the ultimate best place to put it. You've got a lined landfill. It's protected to some extent. But then you've got the transport and what's going on. And this, this is not household garbage, which is how it's going to be treated. Yeah. Uh, so it's, and so I, you know, I, I worry about the long-term problems, and that's that's why I think doing something about getting this material classified as hazardous waste makes sense. Um, and there'll, there'll be people who disagree with that. Uh, they're going to argue, oh no, this stuff is harmless. Uh, the same chemicals that are found in it you find in the soil, uh, and that's true, but they're not as concentrated. Yeah. Um, and so it's it's this is not a nice black-white issue. This has got a lot of gray to it, and a lot of a lot of back and making, a lot of scientific discussions to be had. Yeah, it was almost like, and when you saw it, it's like the elephant in the room. I mean, every day we came out of the inlet, and it's there, and you know yeah. stuff's being done about, but it's like, is there enough people yelling about this? Well, I, I don't think there are, and I think that's where we have to sort of start talking to our representatives and government officials and sort of saying, hey, we really ought to do something about this. We, we ought to protect ourselves. That's what we're doing. We're, we're trying to make sure that we're not creating a problem 
that causes long-term health problems later. Right. Um, it, it, there's not an immediate problem. I mean, I, I don't want anybody to think, oh, my gosh, i got to avoid this this area. I have to admit, I'm like you, I, but I would not be castrating right near, near the barge. Um, but that's partly because you've got big tugs running around there, too. So, um, why, why, did, why do they? One of the things I'm trying to understand is it's it's coal ash, but they've given it a name, Agrimax. Yeah, I mean, what, um, what's the whole purpose of giving it a, a, a like a name? I mean, it's is, yeah. is, it, is it to make well, it what, tolerable? Well, what happens is, and the EPA has rules that allow for what they call beneficial usage, um, and so, and this material is used oftentimes as a construction. Uh, supplement, I'll use it. And so, for instance, JEA, they had coal-fired plants. Now, JEA doesn't have any coal-fired plants now. In fact, Florida Power and Light just decommissioned their last coal-fired plant. Um, now, the other coal-fired plants in Florida, but two of your largest utilities have now gotten away from coal. Um, they, JEA had the stuff they call Easy Base. And it was cold ash, and they can mix it with concrete, they can mix it with other materials, and then oftentimes it's put down as a construction base, and then you put something over top of it, asphalt, concrete itself, and you tie it up. And the idea being that, okay, I've, I've not used what I'll call raw materials. I haven't gone out and got clean sand or other kind of fill materials to come in and use. I've used this waste product, which in itself is, it's not a bad idea, but you've got to make sure that when you use it, it's doing the desired, having the desired effect, um, and that you're not causing problems. And in some cases, there have been some health problems associated with the using of this material as a construction base or as some sort of supplement. Um, and that's where you find, in I think, in North Carolina and Tennessee are two of the places I'm familiar with, there were what we call clusters of health problems surrounding places that they were disposing of cold ash. Um, I mean, if you Google it, it, it actually says that cold ash is dangerous. Its short-term yeah. exposure can bring irritation of the nose, throat, dizziness, nausea, vomiting, and shortness of breath, and then long-term yeah. can lead to liver damage, kidney damage, and cardio arrhythmia. Yep. Yeah, it's it, it, you know, I say it's nasty stuff, and then people who yell at me because I did that. But, you know, that's, that's just the way it is. But um, it, it, it's not good stuff. I mean, this, this stuff needs to be handled more appropriately than than we have done. Out of, and, out of curiosity, if, if the texture, is it like a sand? Is it like yeah. a gravel? It's a, it's a mixture, and that's part of what I was saying. Which is, and I haven't seen this particular material um, but there's a gradation of sizes from some what larger, coarser material uh, down to some really, really fine stuff. Um, and that's why it's called fly ash, because the wind will blow and this stuff will, will fly. I mean, it, you can see it blow. Right. It's like fine, fine sand. And so that's where you get into the lung irritation. And, and frankly, you know, that happens with what I call clean dust. I mean, you know, you just got dust and you'll start coughing and sneezing. And so it, that's what your body's reacting to is that small particle. Um, but then we get concerned because the burning process allows these chemicals to become more concentrated. And it varies depending on where the coal came from. I mean, this, this is not a 
one-size-fits-all deals. This is highly variable. Um, there are some coals that have a high amount of sulfur, so those that don't have so much sulfur. Some that have high amounts of other materials and don't. So depending on where it comes from, um, you'll get a different picture of what that particular material looks like. What, what about lead? Uh, isn't, isn't lead one of the components of that burnt Yeah, product? Yeah, yeah lead, show, lead shows up in some of the analysis, um, mercury, chromium. Um, arsenic, you know, those are the ones that sort of jump out at you. But there's a there's a long list of of chemicals that are potentially in fly ash and in, in cold ash, and so you really have to analyze each batch to figure out what it is, because how it got burned, temperatures it reached, um, how long it got burned, uh, will change the composition to some extent. How much escapes to the, the chimney. Um, and now uh, we have what they call scrubbers to help remove some of this material from the, you know, the burning process. And they're very effective. I mean, um, we've come a long way, but we still exhibit, you know, burn off and release a lot of both CO2 and SO2. Um, and we're familiar with the impact of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere. Um, the, the sulfur that comes off ends up mixing with water in the atmosphere and becoming sulfuric acid, and then you get the phenomenal of acid rain kind of thing. And we've seen a lot of that go away in this country because we've advanced our air cleaning, the scrubber technology, pretty well. Right. Um, you know, I'm not really an op- I'm not really so much opposed to coal burning as I am how we treat some of the waste products and how we do things. I mean, some of the um, stuff, you know, like mercury and boron and... And was it cadmium, chromium? Yeah. Those things are yeah. kind of nasty. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, and, and they're, and what people don't understand, too, is they're not present in such large quantities that you're going to get, oh, this instant impact. Right. Um, and that becomes part of the complexity of this. You can have a group of people exposed to this stuff, and 95% of them don't show any symptoms whatsoever, but 5% get cancer, have liver problems, have kidney problems, and why do they get it and nobody else does? What else do they get exposed to? Yeah. Um, yeah this is this is not, oh, yeah, this is, you take this stuff and this is what happens. No, that's not what happens. It, it's so much more complex than that. And that's what opens up the discussion about, okay, how toxic is this material? Um, should we worry? And the industry will say, oh, well, it's not that bad, and those people should may have gotten that anyway. But you start finding these clusters of problems around cold ash, and you start saying, okay, looks like to me it's fairly logical it could be cold ash. But trying to make that one-to-one direct connection can be difficult. Yeah. Um, mm. And so it's, it's like I said, it's, it's not this sort of old, nice, neat, black and white. Right. Um, you, you understand exactly what's happening. No, it's, it's much more complex than that. Well, Quentin, we, we appreciate you taking the time today. I know that uh, today is, is going to be a great day for, for the family. And uh, yep. to, to hear, here's an important question. Do we approve? Yeah. I mean, have, you, have you given your oh. blessing of the, of the wedding or, you know? Are you... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's, it's oh, he, he passed the litmus he's, test? He's a great guy. Yeah, okay. It's, it's working out well. Now, here, here's the other question. Did you sit him down with the old 
gun in hand and say, son, let's have a conversation. This 270 round will hit a flea on a deer's butt at 350 I may, I may, yards. I may look like this gentle professor, but trust me, I shoot guns really well. And, and, and so does he. He's an Army captain. And awesome. Hunt. He hunts. We've been hunting together, so we're fine. Okay. Oh, that's great. We're, we're, that's great. We're fine. <laughs> well, he's got three pluses right there, you know, yeah. Army captain and hunter, so he's doing okay on our book. <laughs> no, it's, it's fine. It's uh, it's, it's great. Um, he makes my daughter happy. That's, that's the important yeah, part. Yeah, there you go. Great, there you go. great family. We had a great rehearsal dinner last night, um, and so it's we're having fun. I don't even so detect a little hangover with you there, yeah. Doc. I mean, I, th- I think you must have did good last night. I, I did real well. No, not everybody did. I've heard some reports from some of the bridal parties this morning. So, um, so The guy so signing the checks got to have some sanity about him because it could get really ugly. Yeah, yeah, we've, we've done well on that point so far. Uh, my wife is doing all of that. So, yes, dear. Yes, dear. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have learned you take whatever it takes is going to cost, and you double it. Um, mm-hmm. And so, it's, but it's fine. It's all as well. Um, That's great. Well, congratulations. At, 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 yeah, at this point, I'm just I'm watching the weather because the wedding's at five o'clock, and we're now saying, okay, we'll have, we're going to have thunderstorms, but it's indoors at a church, so we'll we'll be okay. Yeah, well, congratulations, and uh, and I hope it's a wonderful day for you and the family, and your daughter and her husband, and uh, tell them congratulations okay. from us. Will do. You guys take care. Thank All you. Right. All right, right Doc. Thanks. Quentin White, uh, and boy, uh, thank him so much for yep. coming on. I mean, I know that this is a an issue that people are following very closely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as we should. I mean, this is something that's sitting right outside one of the great estuaries of the state of Florida, which is the St. John's River. Yeah, right off of Hannah Park. And which is right off of our beaches and everything. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, got fingers crossed, you know, and gosh. Not something that you just sit there and go, oh, it's be fine, or you know. No, I, well, if it's now that it's world, leaked and we got that information, whoa. Yeah, yeah I agree, Jeff. In today's world, that's not cool. You so, can't just sweep it under the rug. Fingers crossed. All right, let's take a break here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show, and uh, when we come back, we're gonna have a LV Hires Inc. Gear Tip of the Week, and this might be a little bit of a debate. We want people hmm. to chime in. Okay. At 904-641-1010, it has to do with what you put on your feet while you're fishing. And we'll do that right here again on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. It's time now for an LV Hires Inc. Gear Tip of the Week. LV Hires supplies quality fuels and lubricants all across the southeast and help your business and bottom line. Quite simple. LVHIERS.com to learn more. And this week's gear tip, we all have different shoes that we like to wear while fishing. Yep. And uh, we'll start with Chris. Oh, yeah. Now, see why you got to laugh his, when you say well, that. Well, his fishing is kind of... Okay, so uh, let's... Okay. Let me just qualify this. So they asked this question on text, everybody, and here's... And and so everybody's taking pictures of their nasty, smelly shoes, right? Yes. So, so I was like... Nasty and smelly. I was, yeah, whatever. I saw the feet in your kayak. There's no doubt that those shoes smell already. Mm-mm. Now... So I was like, okay, well, you know, I'll be funny, and I just and I just took off the pair of hey dudes that I was wearing, and I put them on my desk while you know where I was working, and I took a picture of those. 
And then instead of a joke, they're like, oh, okay, that's what you're fishing in. It's stupid. <laughs> Nobody ever said that. No, I'm I hate, the text I, right Kirk, now. You know, yeah. you know I'm a believer in Hey Dude Shoes. I, hey, I know. Yeah. I know you are. They're awesome. In fact, if I, if I remember correctly... I was the one that was telling you guys about, and you were laughing at me. What are you wearing? The, the hey dudes? The dude what do you get, hey dudes? What are those chick shoes? <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? Did I not get that from they, you guys? I, mean, I still feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You put them on your feet, you change your mind. That's true. I'm a believer. All right. So, anyway, uh, Kirk, you're you're a, what, what are they, a Huck? Hucks. Hucks? You like the Huck kind of? I wear, actually wear Nikes? extra cuffs and Hucks. I bought both. And I like them because they just slip on. You take the inner soles out and go get Dr. Scholl's, the real good ones, the expensive Dr. Scholl's, and put those inserts in there. And, man, they just really come. They don't make – I mean, the, the, the rubber ones don't make your feet stink in the heat? They don't. And it's really? weird. Yeah. I, now, I wear socks. Okay. I put on a pair I just, of short socks. It, it, I, I'm with you, Jeff. They don't it, get hot. I just look at all the guys wearing them, and I'm like, man, these things look hot. They are not. It's really – I guess if you're not – it's a deception. You think they would be, but they're not. They're not real tight around the ankles, though, no. so they probably breathe, let you breathe a little right. bit. Yeah. And if you're good about changing your socks uh, and, and, and here's you don't my, get them wet. Here's my other concern Well, is that I, whenever I launch my boat, mm-hmm. I wade. I'm, yeah. right. I'm, you know what I mean? And, right. and when it's warm like this, hell, I'm, I'm just, I'm, you know, I step right in the water. Kirk's got skills, though. He's got, you know, skills. he's got he's got two guys doing the dock lines when he launches his boat. He's got a whole crew. Just, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. He's got, got a guy carrying me to the boat. Man. He doesn't even get a drop yeah. of but I mean, right. Because on they're not toe. tall Captain enough. Captain Kirk has a crew. He has a crew, yeah. <laughs> okay. Kevin, you like the croc. He has Spock kind of, on one side. He's got Scotty on the other. Yeah, exactly. these are, these are, croc, what are these? These are like, men's uh, swift water Mesh deck shoes, okay. and, and and they're they're I mean they're they're sandals. They're basically. different. They're definitely different. They're 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 totally different. But the cool thing, listen, this is my second pair, but the first pair I had lasted three years. I mean, you think about the wear and tear on those shoes, mm-hmm. in and out of the water all the time, getting bleach on them, blood on them. I mean, you and and they are they have really, really thick soles. So I mean, you, they're, they're, they take all that shock absorbent, um, you know, when it's when it's rough and everything. I mean, they have really helped um, my my feet. Is that like a neoprene top? To it them? is. It's okay. a neoprene top, and then and then also if you look at them, Jeff, you you have oh, Kirk. It, Kirk, he's wearing Velcro old man shoes. Oh yeah, yeah. But 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 <laughs> get you, off my lawn! If you look at that picture, also. It, it the covering on the toe, yeah. It protects you know mm. from from a, a weight or a hook right. or anything like that. Yeah, it's not so a no. steel toe, no, but it's no, got like a but, little rubber. Yeah, tip. it's like a rubber tip. I yeah. mean, it's they're they are great boat shoes. And then you got the little anklet that comes up around your ankles. Yeah, you know, the little Velcro anklet yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? I'm just telling you, they're they're great boat shoes, and yeah. and they dry out very fast. Yeah. Very fast. Okay. The yep. the ones that I like, I actually just got them, and and I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know if they're going to last. I have no idea. Right. I saw them and I was like, you know what? Let me try these because they look like they're pretty good and they're called Wotes. W and I have no idea if I'm pronouncing it right. W O T T E, and they're men's quick drying sports aqua shoes and they look like kind of like a little slip on sneaker. And uh, and it, but the cool thing is it's got this it's essentially mesh and mm-hmm. so it gets a lot of air. But I, will I mean tell I can you, actually see your foot. Yeah, you can see my it. feet through the through right. through the mesh uh-huh. and. and I, uh, they have are extremely comfortable, and they dry very well. Um, but, but they don't dry while you're wearing them in the boat in a kayak. Right. Okay. They dry after the fact. 
So, but I mean, they're nice. And, and, and here's the thing. They're not expensive, these ones that I got. These uh, shoes that I got from W-O-T-T-E at Amazon. Uh-huh. I am just pulled it up right now. Uh, here's the crazy thing. They're on sale right now. 17 bucks. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. How about wow. that? 17 bucks. Uh, and that's they, for they a size might, Yeah, seven. they might even go cheaper because uh, Amazon has... Uh, what uh, Prime Amazon Prime days coming up? Yeah, yeah, the twenty first and twenty second. Seventeen bucks for these shoes that I bought, and I mean that's wasn't the reason. Original reason I bought them is because they were cheap, but I, I bought them because they had the mesh. Yeah, I figured with kayak, you know, you know you're gonna get wet, and uh, and they've been great. So, like I said, I just started wearing them a week ago, so yeah. I'll let people know. But right now, I'm digging them. Yeah. So anyway, that's your LV Hires Inc. Gear Tip of the Week. Yeah. And uh, we encourage folks if look if you've got a pair of boat shoes that you love. God, remember when we would, all of us used to wear topsiders? Used oh, yeah. to. I mean, I mean, and then you'd make your feet stink. Oh, they were, oh, they were, oh, feet would hurt. Awful. Terrible. My, Terrible. My, my, my feet would hurt. Yeah. Terrible. But, I mean, but no. all of this was spurred because we had gotten a, a message from somebody on Facebook and said, hey, just to wish you guys, and I don't, I'd have to go back and look at the name, but he said, hey, wish you guys would do what what's your favorite boat shoe as a gear tip because I'm you know kind of yeah. looking seeing what I want to get but I mean we encourage people to go on our Facebook page and like it while you're there but then participate and say hey look if you've got a pair of boat shoes that you love and swear by help people out yeah. and say hey look here's what I like I, and I, here's why I'd like to see it yeah I'd like to see yeah. it too because I'm always open to, for suggestions well and you know tomorrow is <coughs> Father's Day yeah absolutely <laughs> you know hey you know absolutely. hook a brother up yeah you know. All right, let's go to the phone lines. Top Gun's been hanging on quite some time. What in the wide world of sports is it going on there? Morning, Top Gun. How you doing, boys? We're doing good. We, we have, Top Gun, we have venison quiche mm-hmm. in here this morning. And it's very good. Wow. Mm-hmm. It that actually is good. delicious. A little I egg, a little cheese. Uh-huh. Mm. Think things are good in the studio this morning. Yeah. Top Gun just need a yeah, cup of coffee yeah. and a donut. Hey, and, I, all set. And, 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 and Top Gun, real quick. But and Kirk got two containers back for kingfish dip. Yeah. Okay, that need to be filled. Which is uh, <laughs> that need to be filled? I was close yesterday. I hint. did smoke a fish yesterday. Mm-hmm, hint, hint. And uh, Kevin got a book back. <laughs> I did. I got a book back. I had, I had borrowed. The, Kevin gave me this book to read. It's called uh, uh, a, a Land Remembered. Remembered. Yes. And how many years did I have it? Oh, five at least. Oh, I was longer than that. Yes, longer than that. It might have been like ten. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> Thank, thanks, did you, Jeff. Did you write your name in it? That's how he yeah. knew it wasn't his. Fantastic. <laughs> no, I, I asked him about it five years ago. He got, no, it was like I got eight it somewhere. Years ago, it's somewhere. Like that. I'm working somewhere. on it. Yeah, I'm working on it. I'm, Property I'm, of Duval well, County the Library. Gun, he showed up this morning. I'm like, is that my damn book? And That's your like, book. Yeah, I got a good pace. It, One page so, a week. So I wonder what the it, library fees it, of ten yeah, years of overdue yeah, would be. I don't know. That's too funny. I mean, did you at least? Sign it? I mean, damn. That's when you go to somebody's house and you go, oh, that's a really good looking book. And they open yeah. it and they go, Property of Duval County Library. Here's the best part, though, Top Gun. It does not have any drink stains on no. top. No stains. No. Okay. Wow. No, and, no cups and, were put and, on and, it. And, folks, if you've never read this book, it's a land remembered, yeah. do take, yourself take, a It takes favor. about 10 years, but yeah, yeah, love yeah, it. It takes about 10 years. Top Gun, you read books? Um, I like the audio versions. Gotcha. Well, I, I could see this one would be a good one. Yeah. I mean, this is yeah. a fantastic yeah. book. Yeah. But, but the, but Get the narrator speaks really slow. Get it for me on audio and slow. I'll check it out. 
Hey, I heard Gary this morning. Yeah. He tickles me. Uh, I, I could tell Logan was going, uh, I'm not talking about football for three months. I'm on vacation. <laughs> and then Cap- and then Captain Kevin says, what's the question? I spit coffee all over the inside of my truck. Thanks a lot. Hey, listen, I got a question. Um, what organization regulates all this business about you can only catch this many fish, you can't catch but one of these fish, you can't catch any of this fish? It depends that? on where you are. Yeah, that's right, whether yep. you're in state or federal waters. Uh-huh. If you're, well, if you're in, in, in state waters, which is inside of three miles, then it is by the state of Florida. If you're inland, it's by the state of Florida. But if you're in federal waters, three to two hundred miles, then it's the feds, which yeah. is NOAA the, and the South Atlantic Fisheries Management Council. Well, you boys need to start a movement to get something done about these damn sharks because there's way too many of them. There's <laughs> got to be way too many of them. There's yes. nothing that eats them. Yeah, it's pretty. I tell you what, offshore the sandbars. And the bull sharks. Yeah, I know. I, I've never seen so many. Yeah. It's and unbelievable. It, and they are huge. And they get in tuned with our boats, Top Gun, and they just yeah. follow us around. They were and, wearing me out yesterday. Yep. Oh. That's ridiculous. And I heard something about some girl, I think it was, or something that got bit in Fernandina or something in two inches of water <laughs> or something. That must have been, on, that must have been like a nine inch. Uh, Hammerhead, like Captain uh, Kevin Call. There was a, a video week. that was going around, and and I was probably some people that are in the fishing probably got it. No, I want. I don't want to. If it was, I think was it on TikTok or something like I don't that, know. which I don't know what TikTok yeah. is. It's just somebody sent me a video link, and I watched it. And it was a guy that was releasing a tarpon, and it was in a basically right below his knees deep. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, and I don't know if you saw it or not. I Kevin, haven't seen it. I saw it. Here comes this. Was it a thresher, Kirk? Big oh. Joe, long, giant it's yeah. tail? It's got to be a hairhead, doesn't it? It now has a long tail. A long, whippy tail. So long, it whippy it, tail. It could have been thresher. a thresher. I mean, this thing comes up and literally takes, almost takes this tarpon from his hands. Unbelievable. And, and he's, I mean, this is another Darwin Canada here. And he's, yeah. he kind of knew that that shark was in the area. Well, the guy was standing in the boat in the top. Yeah. The T top garden going, hey, you need to hurry up and do this because it's very sharky in here. And I'm yeah. like, I wouldn't even do it. Yeah. I mean, I'm really I, mean, I, I got to see if I can find I, it and show it to you. I won't even go in the ocean anymore. And I like the ocean because everything I've been through, I'm not losing my leg or foot or something to digit stupid well, I, shark. Yeah. Kevin scared me enough on that I, over the years. Uh, you know, Kevin's, Kevin's had the warnings out. Uh, yeah. I mean, again, you're, you're not trying to scare people but it's you know it, there's a lot of i mean i saw i saw kids swimming off the beach 100 yards oh my god this week and, i'm and, always amazed by the paddle boarders yeah. getting way way out yeah you know yeah that's crazy when I mean, they're dragging those shrimp boats in the in the surf i know i'm like know. Golly. well if you're on a paddle board i mean were you really that worried well yes, if you fall in i am heck yeah there was a lady last I, summer i must have told her three times you don't really want to go behind these shrimp boats. She goes, well, there's porpoises. I want to look oh. at them. <laughs> and she was in a bikini, and she's paddling along. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Wow. Don't do that. Wow. You, you make, Crazy. You know, you make me upset. 
this fellow was sitting in his apartment, and it was pouring down rain, so it eventually slacked up. So he walked out on his balcony and held his hand out to see if it was still raining, and something hit in his hand, and he looked, and it was a glass eye. And he said, what the what? And he looked, he looked up, and about six balconies up, this lady was leaning over the balcony. He says, is this yours? And she said, it is. Could you bring it up? He said, sure. So he gets on the elevator, goes up six floors, and knocks on the door. She comes to the door, and he hands it to her, and she thanks him. She says, come on in. He notices she's pretty attractive. So she says, I just finished dinner, and I got more than I can eat. Would you like to stay for dinner? He said, sure. So she, they're eating and talking, and she's pouring him wine and everything. Well, it gets to be pretty late, and she says, uh, would you like to spend the night? He says, sure. So he stays the night, and he wakes up the next morning, and he says, uh, do you treat every man you meet this way? And she winked at him and said, only the ones that catch my eye. F-B-O-S-O-D! <laughs> that was good. <laughs> he made up from last week. Yes, he did. That's <laughs> uh, good one, Top Gun. I like oh, it. That was good. Oh, that was pretty that made me laugh. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't see it coming. Me neither. I didn't either. I kept waiting for the part of it. I kept waiting for the dump button. You know? yeah, me yeah. too. I kept looking at Chris yeah. like seven seconds. Yeah. Got seven seconds. Uh-huh. All right, uh, let's take a break and uh, just let people know, look, if you've got a garage and it's uh, just kind of cluttered up, man, what best thing to do is to get the shark coatings floor put in. Okay, It's an industrial surface coating for the floor. And it turns your garage into another room of your house. I mean, no joke. You will go through the clutter in your garage if you put the shark coatings floor down because your garage now becomes an absolute thing of beauty. And on top of that, antimicrobial resists all the staining and all that kind of stuff. And stop wasting your time with that two-part epoxy in your garage. It's a joke. Go to Shark Coatings and check it out. And if you'd like to join us here this morning, 904-641-1010. Right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. So if you're doing your friend a favor, and you know you got a little extra more property than he does, he's got HOA, and you're storing his boat trailer at your house, and you're like, you know what? Every time I mow the grass, every time I got to move this thing, you know, take it somewhere else. Call stackmstorage.com. They'll come pick up the boat trailer, put it in dry storage, do a five-point inspection, make sure everything's okay. You can leave it there for as long as you want, but whenever you need it, they'll bring it back to you so you can get your, you know, friend's trailer out of your yard. Again, it's stackmstorage.com. Nice. Yeah. Um, uh, just real quick, we, uh, we got a couple of things via Facebook, but I tell you what, let's, uh, <laughs> let's get to that after Mitch, because Mitch has been hanging on here for a little bit. And to be perfectly honest with you, he's got a tough act to follow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Top Gun was, was kind of, kind of, kind of good and today. I, if I remember correctly, Mitch was kind of dog in yeah, Top he, Gun he did. last that week last a little week, bit. Yep. 
Yeah. Jeff, when did you get in the studio? I thought you and Gary were at the Royal Palms Drive-In talking football. <laughs> Royal Palms Drive-In. What are you, uh, wow. you know, uh, y'all wow. are sharing a uh, bite of quiche down there, you know, watching some uh, Facebook or something? <laughs> Gary, we want to talk about fish lips and eagle books uh, on this uh, store here. You know, Jeff works about 30 hours on this channel talking to all the celebrities in the NFL. Yes, Okay. Okay. <laughs> Chris, was that Keith Richards? What? The intro, was that Black Crows or Keith Richards? That was Black Crows. Hotel Dan. Oh, Dan. Jeff tall. Shut it. Shut it. All right, Chris. You know loud. I wasn't going to make fun of you for your shoes, but you know you got those two-inch heels on them. That's why people don't like your hey dude. <laughs> ah, thanks. Appreciate that. Yeah, on the west side, we just do Copenhagen spit on our feet. So. <laughs> hey, Kirk. Uh, Kirk. Besides those guys, you were saying the sandbar is offshore. When you say a sandbar, you, you don't mean like what, what's the depth you're talking about? I don't know. It you know. It just depends on, on certain areas outside the inlet. You have shallow water. It's part of the what we call the bar, where the sand and the silt and everything spills out of the inlet. Kind of does like a little whirlpool, you know. Right. Yeah, I, that was a, that was a great uh, commentary by the uh, doctor there. But but wait a minute, the sandbars that he's talking about were sharks. Yeah, I was talking about right, sandbar right, sharks. Yeah, yeah sandbar well, sharks. I mean, I mean, I guess they hang there because of the drop off or whatnot. No, they like where wherever the food is. Exactly. I mean, you can start out at five or six miles and go out twenty five miles all the way to the break. No sandbars are everywhere. And they're they're Mitch. They're like they are so aggressive. I mean, like crazy aggressive. Would you have that twelve footer and this nine incher? You know, the other day, uh, I think. Yeah, that was a hammerhead. Yeah, they're not they're 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 almost docile most of the time until they attack tarpon or something like that. But I mean, these if you if you look it up whenever you're done, they they got these teeth protruding out of their mouth. I mean, they're just mean, nasty looking sharks and they're big, real big and thick. Yeah. Long tails, broad bodies, big yeah. heads. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've uh, maybe three or four foot if we've ever caught. Uh, this is a uh, this is a question I uh, I'd like to do, and I'll just take it off the air though. Uh, could y'all uh, demonstrate or tell me uh, what the difference is in a shotgun and a rifle? And I uh, thank you for the show, and thanks for letting me on, boy. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, difference between a shotgun and a rifle? Can I answer that? <laughs> sure. I think he should. Because I, mean, I don't know much of nothing, does, but does I do Gary, know that. Does, has he not been paying attention to the show for what's the difference? Well, six years. But, but Mitch Mitch has often said that he does not hunt. He's he's just a fisherman. I know, but most people have an idea of what the difference of a shotgun and a, and a rifle is. Yeah. Uh, there's something called Google, Mitch. Okay, GTS. GTS. Google <laughs> that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Stuff. If you really need yeah. details. Uh, Thomas Wheeler sent us this to put things into perspective about the Agrimax that has leaked from the barge that we were talking uh-huh. about with Dr. Quentin White. And this is actually a pretty cool way to kind of maybe understand it. He says, quote, just to put the amount of toxic waste that was dumped into our waters or leaked into our waters, another way to put it, 9,300 tons is 1,800,000 pounds. 
That equates to 387 semi-truckloads of material. Wait a minute. Say that again. Okay. 9,300 tons is 1,800,000 pounds. 1,800,000 pounds. That equates to 387 semi-truckloads of material. Is that the total amount that's in there? No. No, no. I mean, it's like in the barge. No, there's more than that. Yeah. Yeah, and that Joker. So it was like fourteen thousand tons. Carrying a, a lot more than that. I don't know exactly what the no, exact can't, weight. You said fourteen thousand tons. Yeah, there were there were four, fourteen to sixteen. I'm just trying to, I'm, tons I'm, I'm trying, in the barge. I, I'm trying to put in my mind a barge. I mean, a, a tug that's towing over a million pounds. I mean, just th- think about that, Kirk. I mean, you know yeah, what I'm saying? That's a lot. I mean, that's. I mean, I know that I, I've seen them tow oil rigs and everything else, but I mean, a barge that floats with over a million pounds. Right. That's right. that's that's insane. What is uh, what is a uh, a semi allowed to carry weight wise? Gosh. Oh yeah, I don't know. We isn't got it, plenty of semi like, drivers that listen. Isn't, so isn't it like? Uh, and Scott Parker would know this because they're hauling potatoes out of his farm all the time too. And we got a couple guys that listen to the show that drive trucks. Yep. So just out of curiosity, somebody tell me what a semi can carry, which I think is about seventy thousand pounds. Does that sound about right? Don't I, I don't. I, I was thinking in that direction. <clears throat> don't know. So if a semi can carry seventy thousand pounds, that would actually be two hundred and sixty-five so semis. Like Fifteen tons then. Two hundred sixty-five. Fifteen to semi loads of Agrimax. Anyway, anyway just throwing it out there. Let's take yeah. a break. 904-641-1010. And, uh, hey, uh, we were talking to Don Dingman earlier and that he's buying up all these kayaks from uh-huh. Hagen Coastal Outfitters. You better swing on by there and get them before he does because they got a whole <laughs> bunch of them, like last week. And so if you want to get one, get the Hagen Coastal Outfitters and talk to Clay and the boys. They do a great job. And, look, they also have the deal. Try it before you buy it as well so you can schedule it and ryan and the crew they do and brian and dennis and clay they all do a great job at hagen coastal outfitters of getting you hooked up with the kayak of your dreams and if you'd like to join us here this morning 904-641-1010 if you need a set of tires or you need Service on your vehicle, tire yeah. outlet, uh, locations they, they do, all around Jackson. Do everything but transmissions. Everything but yep. transmissions, exactly right. And uh, by the way, Danny chimed in oh, and did. said 80,000 pounds. 80, Gordon chimed in. Multiple people called in and said 80,000 pounds a semi can carry. And Mitch, Mitch chimed Mitch in. Mitch chimed in and he said, uh, tell <laughs> Jeff yeah. to Google that <laughs> stuff. That's good. <laughs> Which is a good good response. Good, good counterpoint. So yep. since uh, Mitch... Uh, Probably was right on that. We, we will real quick describe the difference between a rifle and a shotgun. Okay. That's so sweet of you. Very yeah. quickly. Okay. Okay, shotgun is typ- typically used to shoot birds. Mm-hmm. Shotguns shoot Multiple shells pellets. shells that have like a plastic sheath. Yep. Okay. And you, can, can, the, the perfect name for them would use be a scatter gun. Scatter gun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Use multiple pellets to mm-hmm. knock down a target. Which you can have. And and, 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 and range is about 50 yards. Mm-hmm. You know? 
somewhere. Yeah, in some cases, it might be a little bit a more little than bit that, more, or but, a little bit less than yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. If it's Kirk, it's a little bit less than that. Right. If it's Kevin, it's a little bit longer <laughs> than that. A lot less than that. What are you talking about? Um, a rifle be close. shoots a single projectile, a bullet. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you have a a bullet out of a rifle. You have pellets out of a shotgun, typically, but a shotgun can shoot a single projectile. Right, and it, and it, and a shotgun shell has a brass casing on the rear with a plastic sleeve that hold the pellets. Mm-hmm. A rifle round is a brass uh, casing totally all the way to the bullet or the, the missile call, point. Exactly. Yeah, the projectile. So, I mean, that's kind of in, in summary. Mm-hmm. All right, so got a cool little bit of information via Facebook. And it was earlier this, uh, this week and was – trading some emails back and forth or text or communication, whatever you want to call it, with Michelle Caldwell-Smith. And she and her daughter recently had this trip to where they went out to Oklahoma. And it was her and her daughter, Grace. And they go to Oklahoma to do what is called noodling. Noodling is that you get in the water and you stick your hands, and hopefully you're wearing like a leather glove of some kind, you're sticking your hand into these cracks and crevices because these big giant catfish will latch on to your hand, mm-hmm. and then you pull them out of the hole, and they're giant. Did you guys ever want to nope. go noodling? Nope. No, no, thank you. <laughs> no way. Live in Florida, too many snakes and alligators. All right, well, let's, uh, worry let, about let's go to the phone lines because the size of these things, Michelle man. and her daughter Grace are joining us on the phone line to talk a little noodling. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. All right, so you travel to Oklahoma to join this group of women of the outdoors, which they're based out of Texas. Is that correct? Yes, sir. How in the world did you get hooked up with this crew, and what in the world made you want to go noodling? Well, I've been wanting to do it for several years, but I just couldn't get none of my Florida friends <laughs> to, you know, have the guts to do it. So I yeah. contacted one of my friends. Phyllis, who runs the Women of the Outdoors, and I said, hey, you know, do you think we can find a group of women that are willing to, to do this? So she says, well, let me see what I could do. And, you know, within four months, she goes, you're going to Oklahoma. <laughs> to go noodling. Noodling. Makes <laughs> me hopping on an airplane. Oh, what are you doing this weekend? Oh, we're going catfishing. You know, I've always wanted, you know, the mother-daughter thing of noodling. Yeah, it's always been a long, you know, standing yeah, yeah. tradition that sure. daughters and mothers go noodling. We're for a few days to go noodling. <laughs> a new family tradition. <laughs> so, so you guys, did you drive? Did you fly on a plane? Yep, we drove. Uh, we took wow. turns. Um, that's kind of like what we do when we travel. We, we take turns. Um, but, yeah, we did some really good timing, seen some interesting places. Um, but, yeah, it was a lot of fun. We had a blast. So how, when you when you go noodling, do you hire a guide? Do you yeah. – I mean, how does that work? So, yeah, we had a guide out of Comanche, Oklahoma. Um, that would be Hannah and C.J. Blackman. Um, fantastic guides. Uh, you know, they check all the holes. Make sure the catfish are in there. Um, you're wearing your gloves. Um, and, of course, you just, you know, look for his mouth, wait for him to chomp down on it, and you yank that sucker out. 
So when well, we have wait 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 these <laughs> they, 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 these fish are like thirty pounds. They're huge. This is not a this is not a five pound no. catfish. <laughs> they they are some monsters. Yes. <laughs> so I got a question too. After you pull them out of there, do you keep them or you just put them back? Um, the large ones we you know send back, um, but the smaller ones we did take back, and our guides. Um, Lay them and, and cook them up for us. Oh, that's cool. Okay, so so the guides is this a, is this a Instagram handle or something like that at Tightlines Catfishing Guide Service? You got it. Yes, okay. sir. An Instagram handle. So, uh, folks, if you want to have a little bit of fun, and, and Chris is going to post some pictures. With you, you guys sent us uh, some pictures. Michelle and Gross Fuck Grace folks uh, sent us some pictures last night. We're going to post it on our Facebook page. So you can check it out, and, and the size of these catfish is crazy. I mean, they're like Michelle and Grace. What are they like? The big ones, like thirty pounds plus. They had to be at least 30, 40 pounds. I mean, huge. So if if you're letting the thirty, forty pounders go, how big were the ones that you were keeping to eat? Um, maybe ten, fifteen pounds. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. do they? And here, here's—I've always wondered this, because if I'm running like a catfish guide service, yeah, I'm taking PVC pipes, and I'm and I'm putting them in all these different places around, yeah, so that I know where they're going to be, where they're going to be, and I kind of help them be in a certain spot, seeding the, right? Seeding the yeah. ground, okay. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's got his certain targets, um, and CJ grew up in Duncan, Oklahoma. So he knows a lot of the the lakes in tech, North Texas, um, South Oklahoma. So he's got his little setup to where you know he'll run the boat out, he'll check the holes, and he'll be like, "Okay, ladies, the fish is here. Jump in and get it." <laughs> <laughs> what do you put on your hand? Um, you wear gloves. You wear safety gloves. Um, sometimes the ones that go all the way up to your elbows. Oh, um, like welder's gloves. Kind of like that to protect your arms. See, uh, flathead catfish, they're a little more gentle <laughs> when you go and grab them. Um, but our guide told us that the blues are more of a pit bull underwater. Nice. So how deep is it that you're noodling in? What do you think, Grace? Um, anywhere from, I don't know, but to maybe 10, 15 feet. Uh-uh. See, that, uh-uh. that, there you go. Uh-uh. I got a no, problem with that. No, I'm already. okay with a two foot. <laughs> I got to yeah. swim yeah. down 10 feet. Uh-uh. I, I'm, son. And, and, then, and then have him grab my arm and try to get up. Uh-uh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, there are some, some deep holes where you actually have to go underwater, hold your breath, kind of tickle the fish, and... <laughs> And hopefully he takes a bite and you pull him up. Oh boy! Okay, now now here's the stupid question: What the guy goes awesome. down there and sticks his head down there first and goes, "Oh, that's a fish, not a gator." Now you right. do it, or a snapping turtle, or a yeah, yep. oof. Didn't, didn't <laughs> exactly. Think about that. Yeah, he comes back up and he says, "Okay, we're safe." Or, or don't go down there, ladies. <laughs> yeah, there's that's a ten foot snapping yeah. turtle down there. <laughs> Oh, 
my gosh. That's I mean, great. you know, you got to think if you're the first guy down there and that water's dirty and you put your hand in there and about a three or four foot snapper grabs your yes, arm. Yes, sir. You got a world of hurt. Yeah, buddy. Right oh, there, buddy. I don't care what kind of glove you got mm-hmm. on. That's going to leave a mark. <laughs> mm. So who the the women of the outdoors is this a group that you already knew? Um, it's a group. Uh, one of the ladies I've already known, um, and we're just kind of like putting them different chapters together in different parts of the U.S. Um, so we just opened a chapter here in South Florida. Um, so yeah, if you know any ladies who want to join, you know, come on. That's awesome. Yeah, the. I remember a few years back, the FWC uh, attempted to do some workshops, and I went down and actually did a yep, little thing that. with them. Yeah. Well, Women congratulations on a great trip. I mean, the pictures are awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Well, it's an honor to be on your show. Well, we appreciate you sharing the story, and, and it's, just, it's just crazy because, hey, Mom, let's go noodling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's funny because I asked my boys, you know, um, you know, they're in their young 20s, and I said, hey, do you guys want to go noodling with me? And I sent them a video, and they're like, no, Mom. <laughs> the, boys, no, Mom. the boys are like, uh-uh. Yeah. Wow. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So your boy said no, and Grace says yes, your daughter. Yeah, my daughter said Uh-oh. Yes. Here we go. Let's do it. That's awesome. That is awesome. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, thanks for sharing. And, folks, uh, go to our Facebook page and check out the pictures. We're going to have them up here in just a minute. That's awesome. And, and congrats. Awesome. When are you going back? Um, next year. That's, next summer. That's awesome. That's so great. is that called a renoodle? Renoodle. <laughs> <laughs> renoodle. Oh, wow. Lord. Thank you guys for coming on. Thank you all. That's classic. That's My great. gosh. <laughs> Noodling. The noodlers. <laughs> would you Would you do that? No. I mean, I, you well, know, there's just certain things I always tell people. I'm not that bored. But you know what? I mean, after she talked about it and described it, hell no. Right. I mean, I, 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 I probably I'm still look, not I'm, I'm not trying it. to be a wussy here, right? But, I would but, probably, if it's in a couple feet of water, no, I'd, I'd do be good it with that. Mm. You know, and I and I, I had one of those long. That's right. I might try and, and, it. leather and, and, and gloves. You, and your guide said. Yes, it's okay. It's okay. There's, there's no snapper. There, there's no in moccasins but in there. I'm not going to say, no okay, alligators. Jeff, let's let's go. Let's you know what? Let's go over to Rodman and let's go try it. Let's go stick our hand yeah, yeah, in, and, some and, holes. And, and, and some logs. No, and... that's going to be a no. Exactly. That's going to be a oh hell no. I'm not doing <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. Okay. I am and not maybe doing in that. a controlled environment like that. Yeah. You know, and have no, no, somebody no, go no. stick their hand in right. there first right. and say, yeah, it's okay. It's a okay. But is it that kind of that's cheating. Isn't it kind of cheating? Yeah, no, I, mean, I mean, a little bit. A little bit, yeah. I mean. We're talking now. Now, see, if they had that, like, at a at a county fair, <laughs> you know, where they had a pool, oh, and that. yeah, and you go in there with trained catfish, maybe. Yeah. Mm. That's well, about it, so. man. I, I, I ain't going in the wild for that. I don't think so. Hey, uh, Mo, St. Augustine Southwest Grove Breakfast oh, is I, not I, open. I, I got, I got, a, I got a uh, something you. for you from you Rose this morning. Yes, I do. Yeah. I have an update. Not open for breakfast on Saturdays right, or right, on the right, right. That, it says St. Augustine Mose is still hiring, but looking for a summer job. Make up to fifteen dollars an hour, full and part time. Look at this. Kids eat free all day Sunday at Mose in St. Augustine. Nice. Yeah, kids eat free on Sundays at Mose in St. Augustine, and they're hiring. I know all those folks that are over there, and and I'm, I'm just telling you, you need a. Full-time or part-time job, go by there and see them. 
Good folks. 641-1010. You listen to the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. So, always coming to the studio, I drive by Claude Dolan Cadillac, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And I look over and they've always got, they've always has like the, the, the one pre-owned vehicle out front. Yeah, like, they showcase it. The showcase awesome. it, right. And, and, and I, I noticed that this morning it was a truck. So I just looked it up. Mm-hmm, um, right. 2021 GMC Sierra 1500 Crew Cab Four Wheel Drive SLT. It wow. is beautiful. Wow. And look, get this, 9,000 miles. Ooh, okay? wow! Like so new. they like took new. they took whoever owned it took the brunt of it. Um, Claude Dolan Cadillac. I mean, that's how I always buy my trucks is from them. But uh, obviously, any other pre owned vehicles and Cadillacs. But go buy if, if you're in the market for a truck. Um, I would I would go look at this. It's beautiful. Absolutely All right, so beautiful. we got a yeah. we got a cool little link from Robert Foskey. Thank you, Robert. He sent us a little. It's a comedian by the name of Kathleen Madigan, and Chris is going to see if we can get this to play on the air because it's a comedian and she's talking about noodling. Mm-hmm. It's funny. It's good. It's funny. So we're going to see if we can get that up, and and uh, I don't know if you have to pay for it on Apple Music or whatever, but we'll try. And uh, but in the meantime, let's go talk to Harold. He's got a noodling question. Good morning, Harold. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Long time listener, first time caller. Thank you. Hey guys, just, you always wonder when you hear stuff like this, like who invented that? Who came up with that? Like, like, I don't know. First, first, who who invented <laughs> noodling? You know, it's been around a long time. Yeah, but yeah. who's the, but but okay? Tell me, that's not a hold my beer moment. No, that's absolutely oh, totally. is. No, no, it to- totally. See is. that hole over there? <laughs> hey, I heard, I'm thinking. I heard, I heard it was a guy who dropped his fishing rod in the water. He reached down to find it, and also the damn fish jumped on his arm. I don't need no damn rod. <laughs> Hold my beer. I can tell you this, Harold. It damn sure wasn't invented in Florida. No, no, no. Hey, you, you know what? Just to get you all know real quick, I did look it up on Google, of course, but we. <laughs> and it does say native. <laughs> it says Native American back in like 1775. Um, that's how they caught fish a lot of times. Well, you know what? In the old days, I mean, if you're hungry, you're going to do whatever it takes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times I used to scuba dive and we would take a Ziploc bag and put it in our BCs in our vest while we're scuba diving. In your what? You wear a buoyancy compensator. It's like oh, a, a oh, vest. Oh, that's, that's the BC you're the talking BC, about. The BC, yeah. Okay. And so it has the little pockets in there, and I would put like a dozen finger mullet in a Ziploc bag and put them in there. And I would go down on the bottom, and I'd take pieces of it, start breaking up, and chum up the small little grouper. Mm-hmm. And we were always trying to catch the grouper. And I did it one day, and I kept dangling one with my left hand. And you wear gloves. And <laughs> this is about a five-pound grouper. And he came over to suck one over. And when he did, I put my thumb on his tongue and pinched down. <laughs> And let me tell you what, it wasn't the smartest thing I ever no, did. it wasn't. It ripped the tip off the thumb of that glove, Ooh. and it was a leather glove. Ooh. Oh, yeah, and my finger looked like it had been sanded with a sander. Oh. You mm. know, because you got those combs, those teeth on those things. Saltwater noodling. Yep, saltwater <laughs> stupidity. <laughs> and the guy I was diving with, he's like, that was funny. And I was like, yeah, I won't do that again. It's like those guys try to do the same thing with tarpon. You know, yeah. docks oh, or oh, feed them, oh, and then you oh. try to grab them by the lip. Oh, no. Uh-uh. 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 Nope. I've been shredded. Yeah. Not good. Nope. But that was anyway. a good, good question, Harold. Thank you, Harold. 
crazy. Yeah, crazy. So, so, seriously, though, so, that was not invented in Florida. So here's, here's you the, stick your arm in some holes in Florida, I, you're going to have a gator by drama. I have a question for you guys, and, and we can even talk about this next hour. So, on the beach, early morning, see a lot of guys paddle boards, right? Mm-hmm. So, all catching bait on Tuesday morning, I guess it was, running down the beach, guy on a paddle board, you know, and he's in 15 feet of water. So, I'm, you know, just, I, I don't want to dump the guy, right? So I kind of go around him. Dude's naked. What? What? Okay. No way. Oh, yes. yeah, wait I a mean, minute. even my, my guys, I'm like, like, like the, the dude's naked. I'm like, oh my God. Dude, why? why? What are we doing? Why Why do that? You know, what? I mean, and it, look, it, it, it's not like, it's not like his, uh, you know, looking at like his feet. It's not like he was carrying any shorts. Dude, dude was, was, was naked. I don't, I don't get it. Why, why has that got to be? Is it like, um, were you near Guana? Were you? No, in... no, 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 no. We were right off Compton's. Wow. Okay. So oh. he's got to go back on the beach somewhere, right? Al natural. <laughs> it's just disgusting, <laughs> honey. Bring the lotion down there, will you, please? I'm getting sunburned. <laughs> I'm getting hey, tan. Look, I mean, look, if he wants to be in a buff, so be it. I'm getting tan in places good. I don't want to be I mean, tan. No, it's not all good. <laughs> it's ugly. It's not I, good, I mean, man. It's like. It's ugly. Look, I don't want to. I don't want to. I mean, I don't. It's if not he's a like beach. If he's paddling in front of me and I'm in a boat, he comes over and's like, "Hey, how y'all doing?" I'd be like, "Hey, dude, you don't need to come over here." That's great, you know. But if I'm just like going down the beach and there's a guy that's paddling naked, I'm like, "All right." Well, there's a okay, there, you know. No, no, I'm, you know. No, I'm with Kurt. The no. boys in blue. Then they got to go take care of that. That's right. And they got to tackle a nude guy. I've heard those stories. <laughs> And that's no fun. Yeah, but do you, that's not fun. You can't tackle a new guy on water. Well, it's you know he's got to get on land. Sometime. He's got to get on land. He, he gets out of the drawers. water, and the people are going, "Hey, officer, what are you going to do?" Yeah. They got to They got it. You know, hey, sir. You yeah. know, why, why are you walking around here without your clothes on? And he's sure enough, he's going to be goofy. There's going to be some goofy stuff going on. There. Uh, there's, there's, a normal think? person doesn't do well, things you just like don't, that. You just don't wake up out of bed and 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 walk down to the beach and take your shorts off and get on a paddleboard and you just something's not right. Yeah, yeah. and and here's the other thing. He wasn't tan everywhere. Mm-hmm. All right, so I think that this might have been his first time. So he probably had like seventy on down there, <laughs> and maybe yeah. and maybe yeah, twenty on, yeah. on the other parts. That's of his what body. I'm saying, oh, man. <laughs> okay. All right, let's take a break. We come back. We need to. We're gonna have a ring <laughs> power sake. tip of the week. Oh my gosh! Hey, you know what? They might have a club. Oh, you know? God, yeah, right. They, they probably you know, do. There's probably might. a club for that. I mean, the Naked yeah, Paddlers I mean, Association. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. You never know. Yeah, they that might. might be gear tip of the week next week. NPA. Uh, uh, yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> NPR. See, see, I mean, I, but I could understand naked paddling. Like, like if you try to do that on a kayak with a pedal drive system, doesn't work. Oh. I, <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Nine zero four six four one ten ten. Right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. It's time now for the Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week. Ring Power and a Cat Rental Store has the youngest fleet in the industry, which keeps your job site running and without interruption to keep your bottom line at its optimum. Go to ringpower.com to learn more. This week's tip is kind of also a little bit of a gear tip with Captain Kirk. Uh, Kirk, uh, right now, the Bonita, or the little toonies you call them, yep. are around our beach. 
And, yeah, they're uh, everywhere. They can be a little tricky to catch. They can. They, they, if you don't have the right bait yeah, or they, the right lure. I, you're, you're totally right. I mean, it's taken us actually a few years to try to figure out which lures they will bite because whenever they're feeding, they're feeding a little tiny glass spinners. Mm-hmm. Yep. About you as know? big as from the tip of your pinky finger to the first knuckle. Yep. Yep. You know, and if you're not throwing something uh, too small, they won't grab it. No, they won't. And it, and, and not only that, it's got to be moving fast. They will not hit a slow-moving lure. Yeah, at it, least they won't for me. And, and 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 most of the ones that we see are like three to six pounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. And, and so an absolute ball to catch. A, oh, oh, dude, an absolute ball to catch. on a light tackle spinning oh, it, rod. It, it's with about twenty as much pound braid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the, the the problem is is that most of the time that size bonita will not eat a pokey. You know, so when we're slow trolling, we're right. seeing all these fish. People are like, "Oh, yeah. look at that!" You know, and I'm like, "Well, you know, we're not going to catch them." But if you have a guy on the bow while you're slow trolling like mm-hmm. that, they can they can throw to them and, and have have a blast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like a little, you know, like a Stratic, uh, you know, three thousand. Yep. You know, or, or or a little bit bigger, and then I got twenty pound, you know, Power Pro braid on there, yep. and throw it out there and let it hit. I count the five. Or six, and then stick the rod tip in the water and reel as fast as you can, and they will thump the daylights out of it. It's, it's almost like, like as fast as you can, like you are with a barracuda with a big old long worm. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Just crank the yep. fire out of it. Well, if you watch them, they're chasing that bait out there at Mach 4. Yeah, they are. And and there have been times in the last week where there'll be a thousand of them. Yep. And boiling the water. Mm-hmm. I mean, boiling. And if you catch them boiling the water like that, You'll hook, you'll hook one. Yep. You got, uh, and you like these little little baits. You got cotton cordell. Uh, yeah, they're a weighted do you, spoon. Do you change the hook out? It's kind of no, like a diamond jig. I don't mess with it. It is. It's, got, it's yeah, basically it's a diamond jig. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, I had some uh, baits that also are along the same lines. What are those called uh, that, that also work? They're uh, like glass minnow imitation little bullet weight things. Or, yeah, they're the original buccaneer. Bait company glass minnow. Mm-hmm. And those are another good one. I they had those in my tackle box. And when Kirk sent this via the text uh, chain that we have, I was like, man, I need to bring these into these guys because I mean, it's sitting in my box. I'm not using it anytime soon. Yeah, making made by uh, Bimini Bay. You can see the uh, the staples are rusted. Yeah, they haven't been touched. <laughs> I will. They're ready to go. Use. Yep. I will use them too. All right, your Ring Power tip of the week. Go to ringpower.com to learn more. And uh, I had a really, really good day on the inaugural fishing trip on the kayak this week. Very nice. I will tell you, the first trip that I took on the kayak, just like a shakedown cruise, uh-huh. mm-hmm. I said to myself, I said, you know, I'm going to throw a rod in the, in, the, in the kayak, take the kayak down, go to Guana Lake. And I, I, my whole purpose wasn't really to fish. It was just to get used to, to, sure. to operating the kayak. How do you how do you put it in the truck? How do you strap it down? How do you unload it? And then how do you get it ready to go? You know, and how do you how do you paddle? I mean, all that kind of stuff because I hadn't done it. You know, I had my little try it before you buy it with Ryan, but I mean, he's kind of doing all of that. But I needed to do that to learn how to do it. So I put it in the Guana Lake and I start paddling away from the bank, you know, to get into a little bit of deeper water. And then I drop the pedal drive down and I start paddling or pedaling. And the, the pedal drive on these old towns sit probably about 10 inches 
maybe 12 inches if the kayak is in the water some too you know that's for the normal person below the yeah below surface <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it has a, pro- a prop that's about that long. How long With is that? With yours, Kurt? it's about, we call L.A. class nuclear cell. No, no, no. Come on now. It's not that bad. I'm only 235 pounds. But the propeller's about oh, that long. About How long inches. is that? About 24 inches. No. God, no. It's not 24 <laughs> inches. It's like 10, 10 inches. Oh, okay. 9 to 10 inches. Something that's like that. That's 6 inches all day long. Okay, go ahead. So anyway, I'm pedaling. And I'm I'm starting to head north, uh-huh. and all of a sudden, boom! Mm. You know, I hit something. I'm like, and all of a sudden, I mean, wild, it, wait a minute, did you? Because there's alligators all in there. Never did saw you, one. Oh, I mean, but was your first thought like, uh oh? No, I mean, no, okay, no, that would have been my no, first thought. No, but my I, first I, inaugural kayak. <laughs> I'll run I'm, over an alligator. Pet, you know, and, and it's like riding a recumbent bike. You know, you're sitting back and you're and you're and you're pedaling. And it makes your hips work, too, because you're kind of keeping your legs out in front of you. So it's a great workout. So I was like, you know, I'll get a workout in, shake down, cruise, have some fun. Yeah. I'm pedaling. All of a sudden, boom, boom. I'm like, oh, jeez, what was <laughs> like that? Like a wheeler. And then when I started pedaling again, and all of a sudden, it was like, whoa, 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 whoa. So I was like, uh-oh. Something's wrong. Oh, no. Oh, we got one so, fin. So on that thing, you know, you can, you can undo this little – little hatch thing here little thing and anyway it pops the the drive system up and out of the water which is what you have to do when you are leaving shallow water you have to have the drive system out of the water right right and so uh-huh. it props up and out and it, it's sitting there right between your legs and i look down and i have one blade on a two blade prop oh no totally snap the blade off i'm like sheesh first trip my like, bet well, is you did not say sheesh i was and i was like maybe a couple hundred yards from the dam, right? So, it. come to find out later from some of the experts, yeah, there's some submerged pilings that are just north of the dam there. Oh, which I never knew about, and I wish there were. Well, marked, now you but, know. Yeah. Anyway, so I thought maybe I hit a crab trap or something. Like, no, you hit pilings, and so, so anyway, I start paddling mm-hmm. with my arms in the paddle, and uh, and I did that for. 10, 15 minutes, you know, because I was like, oh, you don't want to use the props. It's only got one blade. And then after a while, I, my arms started getting <laughs> tired, and, and I couldn't drive the boat very good. I'm like, so run it with one blade. Sure. So what if it goes what, 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 what? <laughs> so I got back to, to doing it in one blade. It was fine. I mean, and it, it did fine. And, you know, and it learned a lesson that you need to be prepared. It's just like if you're, if you're going offshore, when you guys go offshore – do you guys carry an extra shear pin, maybe an extra prop? Some people do. Some people do. Some, Some people, people do. don't. Some people okay? don't. So for me, I will I will now learn to carry an extra prop, mm-hmm. and I will carry an extra shear pin and a tool to make sure that I can replace the prop. So anyway, just, and I didn't fish, never even picked a rod up, and it was cool. I did a little exercise, shake down crews anyway, and then I broke the steering mechanism while I was loading it out of the truck on the way Good back. So God. yeah, it was hard. I mean, I broke a prop. <laughs> Broke you a have little a, bit of the steering knob. Do you have a membership to Cito? Yeah, I should. That's impressive. <laughs> in my kayak. I should. US, you might want to consider that. It's I only should. 100 bucks a year. So then on, Is it cheaper for a kayak? I said on the show, I was taking suggestions on where to go. Uh-huh. I ended up going into the intercoastal, me and my son Dylan, on Wednesday. Did Dylan break any of his crap? No. Oh. No, he's much yeah. easier on equipment than I am. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we went in the intercoastal. And I will tell you this, and I had a conversation with Adam Triob, all in them concepts about this too, this week. And he said, I bet you in that kayak that you have a tendency 
to fish a spot longer and more thorough than you would with a boat. Absolutely. And that is so true. But I will, I will say that not only are you fishing an area harder because you know, you're limited mobility, and you know, sometimes you get into that run-and-gun philosophy mindset with a boat, like bass fishing, you know, fish a spot, go to the next spot, you know, drop the trolling motor down, fish there, you know, go to the next spot, fish another spot. With a, with a kayak, you're kind of, it slows you down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah and I think that's the, the one thing that I think that, that I really enjoy is that it made me slow down and it made me fish. But I will tell you also, that joker, you can put that thing right next to fish. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't bother them a bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's see what, that. I mean, that is so cool. And with that pedal drive system, it just it's kind of smooth and it's and it's really quiet. And uh, and then once the we, we fished an outgoing tide and then an incoming tide and we kind of followed the water back up into the creeks, like you yep. always say, well, you can do. Yep. But I mean, when you're talking about following the water, I mean, when you get up in there, you're following the water sure. really shallow. So yeah, I enjoyed the heck out of it, and I, I'm I'm actually, and, and I'm sure Mike Kogan sitting there going, "See, man, I told you years ago you should have done it." Yeah, he did. <laughs> He's probably right. Yeah, he you did. know, because I absolutely enjoyed the heck out of it. But I will tell you that if you've got a back that can get sore, you know, on them kayaks, you you got to be bet. careful. You got to be bet. careful because I have to be real careful with mine. So anyway, just a quick little story about a good good kayak, and thank you to Hagen Coastal. And uh, Dennis and Clay and Ryan for really outfitting and setting it up the way I needed to have it. They gave me some stuff, accessory-wise, that I needed to have. And they said, look, the other stuff, just figure out if you need it. Mm -hmm. So they didn't just put a bunch of crap on it that I didn't need. So anyway, uh, looking forward to many more trips on that kayak. And, in fact, getting another one for the wife. And and we're going to be able to fish as a, as a family, spare prop. Pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, I got I got spare props this week, man. Got sure pins, spare props, and got the new. Do they make aluminum prop? <laughs> no, might need yeah. one. No, they don't. Uh, they don't. Just a like it's like a plastic or anyway. Nine zero four six four one ten ten. If you'd like to join us here this morning on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. If you need a piece of equipment, Coastal Equipment, two locations, one in Jacksonville on New Kings Road, the other one out there in McClenny off of I-10. They've got the full line of Kubota, hot seat pressure washers, the steel power equipment, gravely zero-turn mowers. They've got something for every chore that you could possibly have at Coastal Equipment. Go to the homepage of OutdoorShow.com, two S's back-to-back, and go down to the bottom of the page, and you'll see the Coastal Equipment logo. Just click on it. It'll take you right to their website and give you all the information that you need. All right, uh, Joe is calling in. Let's go talk to him about uh, creek fishing. Good morning, Joe. Good morning. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Uh, my wife and I are going to do some camping down in Faber Dykes yep. um, next few days. Yep. Uh, and, of course, Pelcher Creek comes right through the campground. Yep. I don't – living in North Florida for the majority of my life, I know nothing about that creek. We want to do some fishing. I want to do artificial only. Uh, what would you recommend um, in that creek? Bug spray. <laughs> yeah, no seeing. First and foremost, bad, yeah, bad yeah, up in yeah, there. Yeah, it is. It is. Bugging. And I'm not joking, Joe. Yeah, uh, you better have some bug spray. How about a thermocell? Uh, does not work for the no seams. If it starts, especially if it's blowing too. You, you, you need a thermocell though for your campsite. Yes. Yeah. A- absolutely. Uh, but nope. but but you need you need something for no seams. There's there's uh and they have stuff at Benz. Strike Zone. It's, uh, it's called Benz. B E N S. That's what you need. Well, Benz, and then there's No Nats. Yep. And uh, Skin So Soft, 
which is uh, they actually Skin So Soft makes a product that's and Skin So Soft the the the, the skin softener. For years, that's what we everybody a- used. Avon, right? By Avon. Yeah. I mean, yeah that's that's right. what people used. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, then Avon learned that it actually kept these no seams away. And then they actually make something that is skin so soft for bugs. And it's like another ingredient to it. But anyway, Joe, no joke. Get you a thermosol for nighttime for the mosquitoes. But for the no seams, you're going to have to have some type of a bug spray. Um, on on uh, Fish in the Creek, artificials, uh, lightweight spinning rod. And I would throw some kind of a, a, a plastic bait, quarter-ounce jig head, whether, whether it be a gulp. Um, if, you're, if you're going to get up early, early morning, crack of dawn, top ta- water. Take, take some top water plugs. Uh, and and, and you, you, you should find fish. I mean, are you, are you, are you going to be in a kayak, a boat? Our uh, 14-foot canoe, actually. Perfect. 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 It's absolutely perfect because I, I haven't I, – I personally haven't fished – Pelster Creek, Pelster Flats, very much. I know a lot of guys that do, and they talk about how much fun that Pelster Flats fishing that 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 area can be. Okay, very very good. So now, when you talk about the uh, the the soft jigs, paddle tail or uh, a curly tail? Man, that's a great question. But there's some people that will swear up and down with <laughs> yeah. the paddle tail. But I'm a big believer in the curly. Me tail. too. I'm, like, I'm I'm a curly tail guy also. Joe, I love my favorite bait to throw artificial. Is a gulp swimming minnow, I think it's called, and it's got the light. It looks like the old school uh, Mister Twister mm-hmm. tail. Yep. Uh, colors um, or patterns on them, particular. I'm a. I like. I like a couple things. One for dirtier water, like chartreuse. Well, yep. it's got a little stain to it. If it's clear, I like the electric chicken. Yeah, and and, and a white mate. And white a, and a white, white. White's good. White, yeah, white's absolutely. always good. Yep. Or top okay, well, top water man, if you can find a top dog or yeah something that kind of imitates that wounded mullet on top, pop yep. R, yeah, lots of them to choose from. Okay, very good. I appreciate it, fellas. Yep, no problem. You're welcome, Joe. Hey, have fun. Man, <laughs> All right. Yep. I, that, that's the one thing. Canoe, kayak. The one thing that I never really experienced is the peacefulness of it. Mm-hmm. You know, because with the boat you got a motor, you know, and but with that kayak you're just it's just casual. Man, well, uh, and that spot down there is it's like you're going back where in he's time. Going, where oh, he's going down there? That, that's, yes, that's, 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 that's that's a destination place. Man. I got it marked. Yeah, and I, I got this. And, and I, I mean, don't the Pelser Flats. I mean, that's that's a totally different fishery, man. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you're talking about flats, shallow, you know, two, water. three feet of water. I mean, lots of oysters. See that little app right yep, there? Yeah, I see it. It's a it's an app, and uh, the guys at at uh, Hagen turned me on to it. And it's called uh, Go Paddling. And you basically go to this app, and, it, and you have like a, an interactive map. You can have your GPS on in your phone, so then it would take you to where you are. And then it gives you all the kayak launches that is in the particular area. Mm. And so one of them that I have marked that I am going to go to is the one that he's talking about, right. which is down there, Favor Dykes, Pelissier, yep. that whole area down in there. Got it on my list. I, 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 I'll be curious uh, because I've always wanted to go fish those flats, but I've never had – I mean, that's a long ways for us. And it's shallow. And it's shallow. Yeah, I, I mean, we, we can't do it in our boats. I mean, I remember 20 years ago we used to get up on the edges of it. Yep, that's right. We and, did. And fish it. Right there. I, yep, yep. You know? It's a Favor Dykes State Park. 
Yeah, it's a it's a cool spot. I know when I go by it on I ninety five and I see that that river that runs through there. Yeah, that yeah, Pelliser Pelliser River. Yep. God, just like going back in time. It, it man. is. You yeah, know? pretty. Kind of cool. It, it's it's a it's a beautiful spot. Dark have water. you ever been to the state park? I never have. Oh, dude, I'm going though oh, because I, that's it's, like I said, it's, that's, it's amazing. I got that mark. It's an amazing a, piece of land. There's a spot to go, you know, put the kayak in and go fish. Yeah. So that's a. I was telling you guys that's the one thing with the kayak is that you know when you're when you're a boat you're like yeah man don't forget to bring everything. Mm-hmm. When you're kayak you're like you know what do you really need? <laughs> you ain't got a whole lot of room right, now. That's true. You know you ain't got yeah, a you whole lot. You got to trim it down. Yeah. Don't yeah. have much, and you sit there and you you got two rods, and that's all you need. Right, and then you got a what do they call that? A stick it thing that stick, stick it, it in the stick it anchor system. Yeah, yeah it's got it's a like big a, long stick. It's like a push pole. That's a must. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got to have that. For- got uh, wallet. You know, you're with your fishing license. First and aid kit. Phone. No. I mean, Kirk. I mean, come First on. Aid kit? Did you really go there? Band aid? Yeah, I think so. First aid kit. Sounds like it. Yeah. Sunblock. Spare, plenty of fluids. Spare prop. A good hat. Yeah. And I'll have a spare prop. Spare absolutely. Prop. Yep. See, there you go. Yeah, but in paddle. I mean, but it's yeah, it's not much. Yeah. You know, Little tiny over. tackle box. Yeah. In fact, heads, in fact, what what plastics. I did, and and uh, I ordered some dry bags mm-hmm. because I want to keep my tackle stuff in a dry bag yep. mm-hmm. and uh, and become a minimalist with that. I carry like one little gulp container. Yeah. And then I got a couple gulp packs with different kinds of baits, but my gulp container is that swimming hey, ball, did, did, you know, whatever. Did Dylan fly fish? Oh yeah. That's what he threw. That's what he threw. Oh, absolutely. I he doesn't, gotta, he doesn't throw anything else. You got to stay a little away from him then. Yeah. I give him, I give him room. like, Room and first choice, you yeah. know, because look, if he's got a fly rod, I mean, that's yeah. And he caught fish. He was he caught the first fish of the day, which was a trout about that long. Nice. And uh, and then he had three redfish hooked, and he lost all three. One of them was about fifteen pounds. Oh my god! I was like on my way because I could see him. I mean, it was pulling his boat, and I, and I was paddling towards him to go take pictures because yeah. I mean, it was big, and he lost it right at the boat, oh. and then he lost. Do you uh, have two a little dip net? I don't. That's something that I have to get. Okay, yeah, I was almost going to ask. Dylan has has one, oh, but I need to get one. Yeah, darn. For the boat, so change of clothes. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I mean, once you get out, I mean, you, you need. I mean, look, and the kayak is not dry. No, yeah, you're going to be wet. Yeah, yeah, you get wet. Yeah, I mean, make no mistake about it. You're not going to stay dry. Yeah, I mean, so in the winter, you know. Uh, you know how much you're going to want to be in that. I mean, you just, you know, there's some people probably oh, that can be drier than yeah, me. You're, but... you're going to be in the woods in the wintertime anyway. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I mean, I don't ton, I don't fish a ton anyway yeah. in the wintertime. Yeah. Hey, um, we talked about this last week. Scallop season opened up last week in Steen Hatchie. Yeah. Steen Hatchie River Club. Yeah, I absolutely. Mean, By it, the way, did you see the post this week from Steen Hatchie that we put up on our Facebook page? Uh, in Steen Hatchie oh, yeah, 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 last yeah, yeah. week, Doug Johnson had a charity tournament, fishing tournament. Yes. And my cousin. Remember, I, I told you guys I got cousins over there, man. I know. I Dude, got a that cup- snapper is Thir- unbelievable. Yeah, that's Thir- a big 32 one. pounds. That's huge. 32 pounds. My cousin, Garrett Morrow, caught this red snapper in a tournament, and that's an absolute giant. There's a lot of people that say they've caught 30-pound snapper, but when they get to the scale. Yeah, I ain't called a 30-pound snapper. They ain't 30 pounds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you're, you're, if you want to experience that, you go to – sthrclub.com. Go to, go to Steen Hatchie River Clubs. Just go to their website. And when you see all that they have to offer, 
you, you'll go over there and stay. 641-1010, you listen to the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Be right back. Rock and roll band ever. Ow. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Special rocks. <laughs> Time now for the Kirby Co. Builders <laughs> cooking should, tip of the week. You should get on a paddle board and go naked. <laughs> <laughs> Kirby Co. Builders, industry leader in proven product, framing, drywall, interior, and exterior, finishing on both commercial and residential products. When we were in North Carolina, stopped in, see my dad, got a watermelon, mm-hmm. and Brought it home and made Tara made this salad. I've never had them before. This is a first for me now. Okay. Take watermelon and take the rind off, obviously, and then you cut it up into either you can either do the balls or you can do the squares, right? Whatever. A lot of people yeah. like to do the balls. Kirk's probably a ball watermelon guy. He's got the little ball scoop and he scoops them out. Yes, and he makes them all pretty. <laughs> Okay, and he does that while he's naked off of his paddleboard. Oh, sure, that'd be a pretty sight. <laughs> yeah. hey, blind and, and, in one uh, eye and yeah. blinking in the left. <laughs> Only the ones that catch my yeah, eye. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but uh, she... Hey, hey, hey. Sand, it's got, it's got a sand grit in my eye. Oh, my God. She cut up the watermelon into little cubes, and then she put it, uh, some fresh... Uh, mozzarella cheese cut up in there as well and then put some fresh basil mm-hmm. i'm not a fan of the basil though for me i mean everybody's different some people love basil right a little too foo-foo do you like the basil i like the basil i like the basil chris I'm, likes the basil kirk i'm, I'm, good. Good. I, no, basil. No? I'm, I'm not a uh, it's Mint? not but it but the thing is it could be overpowering you right can, that's, 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 right yeah. that's my point you gotta I, put I just the, the right flavor amount. of basil and would carry when she, her plants and stuff so brings it in and smell this you know when she cooks mm-hmm. with it yeah but but as in like it, Eating yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. It can yeah. be overwhelming. It's a, yeah. it's a little much for me, so right. I, I went without it. Uh, the the first time it was just on there, and I just kind of moved it out of the way, uh-huh. which was which was fine. I mean, it got right. a little so, bit of yep. flavor on it without actually eating a piece. And then we she sprinkled a little bit of sea salt, uh-huh. which we used the pink Himalayan sea salt. The best. And then the balsamic glaze. There you go. This might be... Mm-hmm. One of the best summertime salads to go along with the old cucumbers and tomato. onions and tomato. That sounds. It sounds really good. It is fantastic. I mean, I'm a. I like watermelon. I love. I mean, watermelon. And who doesn't like watermelon? Love watermelon. Okay? I love watermelon. Watermelon's really good. Yeah. This is. is this is a way to change your world when it comes to watermelon. <laughs> okay. Just telling you. Okay. It's, it's fan- In fact, it's wow. so, it's give, simple. Give, changing so we, my world. We had, we had it like. Two or three times this week at home, you okay. know, before before the you watermelon okay? kind of went bad. And so then we, we actually went out to eat. <laughs> as long as you don't start singing right next. I've, got, you know, got a little backed I'll up a for problem. a couple of days. Oh, that mozzarella and cheese. <laughs> Yo, ho, ho, and a bottle of rum. Good gosh. But we went to a restaurant Thursday night, me and Tara did. Mm-hmm. And when we were at, and it's a nice restaurant. It's, a, it's one at the beach. and uh, 11 South. And matter of fact, it was. And they had Look this at that, Kirk. similar uh, salad, but they had lettuce in there. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of lettuce. You don't put lettuce in there with the, t- the watermelon and the cheese. Now, uh, you just leave the watermelon and the cheese uh, alone. Romaine, be okay. Yeah, I, wouldn't even, I don't even know about that. Yeah. 
Radicchio would be good. Too. Anyway, yeah. that's your Kirby Co. cooking tip of the week. It's a nice way to eat watermelon. Uh, Let's go to the phone lines because yes. we're stacked up. And first, Jimmy Knight is up. Morning, Jimmy. Morning, fellas. I heard that you were going to bring us and make us this year some venison bacon. Yeah, Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> hey, it's there. He, somebody's supposed to picked it up. All right, so, uh, but, but, but here's uh, here's my question: Where is it coming right? from? Well, no, 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 no. Jimmy, we, how long have we known you? Uh, quite a while. 20, <laughs> 20 plus years. Yeah, twenty plus years. Oh yeah. And 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 you know, we a lot of times we kind of live vicariously through you now. You know, and, yeah, you're and like I, our and, hero. Yeah. Well, yeah. How come you have never ever? I I asked these two guys. Look, we've been deer hunting our whole lives. We've eaten more deer meat than. And every which way you can. Every which way you can. And I asked them, I said, have you ever heard of venison bacon? They're like, no. How could that How could that be possible? How could us, yeah. having an outdoor show, have never heard of venison bacon? Yes. I don't know. Everybody I, has secrets. I have never heard of it until last year. Oh, okay. Uh, we've got some guys come down from Wisconsin to <clears throat> hog hunt in our property. Yep. And uh, they brought it down and turned us on to it. That's interesting. So, uh, I hunt some. Yeah. I, I fish with some guys from Wisconsin every year during Christmas. Yeah. Well, it's yeah, no. it's it's really good. <laughs> so I mean, like, how thick is it? It's gotta have. It, it's it's pretty thick because that's because yeah, you gotta have thick. Yeah, it's, it's gotta be it's, thick. It's, it's it's pretty thick. Is yeah. it like a? And here's a great question, Jimmy. Is it is it like a Slim Jim texture? Yeah, you take gotta be. your brown venison. You put your seasoned stuff in it. And you make like a, a cake, sheet cake, <clears throat> and you bake it. And once it's baked, then you take it out and you slice it like bacon. Yeah, because so so it's got to be. Well, you can't have the, fat in it because deer fat's terrible. What was that <clears throat> imitation bacon that came out with like in the 80s? Sizzling. Sizzling. It's like the venison version of sizzling. Yeah. <laughs> but that was wait nasty. Till you, wait till you <laughs> taste it. Totally it. nasty. It was, well, na- it was like gross. eating cardboard. Nasty. Yeah. <laughs> this stuff's amazing. Cardboard. Oh, it was I can't believe Jerry, I just Jerry, remembered sizzling. Terry's going to make y'all a breakfast sandwich. Oh, you! Won't, I won't be here next week, so we'll have to do it the next time. Well, we're she can still bring it in. Good point. Yeah, Carrie can. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure, sure. That's going to sure happen. That, yeah. yeah, that's going to happen. Yeah, yeah right. Uh-huh. I doubt it. <laughs> I'm blame her. Uh, so, Jimmy, are you going to bring us a load back? I'm going to try. I mean, I'm going to learn how to make it. I'm going to learn how to make it. Yeah. Uh, I'm going up there in September on a bear hunt, and uh, we'll find out how they make it, get the recipe, and bring it back. That's a big deal up in Wisconsin. They, 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 they're they big bear hunters. Yeah. Do you have any bear repellent? Cur- cur- yeah. <laughs> hey, Jimmy, you yeah, need some bear repellent? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got yeah. some. Yeah, we do. We're, yeah. Seriously. We're, we're serious. We're dead serious. We got bear repellent sitting right here. Calendar assault. Grizzly tough Bears. Kirk right. got Captain Freebie brought in three cans of bear uh-huh. repellent for us today. Magnum glow in the dark safety wedge that's with so toe can, string. That's so we can find you in Tie the dark. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. Jimmy, when you're uh, up you've there, been yeah. hey, listen, if you come <laughs> yeah. face to face with a grizzly, this little can uh-huh. will come in so hey, handy. Yeah. The the yeah, funniest right. part may be Jimmy though is on the back of it. Look at okay, Kevin. Look at the back of it, Kirk. Look at the back of it. 
they show you like a picture diagram so that you can distinguish between a black bear and a grizzly bear. Oh. My question is this. Who cares? A damn bear is a bear. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay. Am I going to yeah. sit there and go, is that a, is that a black yeah, bear yeah, that a or black is that a bear? grizzly yeah. bear? Yeah. Is that a chocolate? Yeah. Is that see, a brown? Let's look at the packaging yeah, again. Is that a coyote or a wolf? He's coming after me. Hold, okay. on, hold on a second, Yogi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I need to get Yogi, I'm not here to boo-boo. Yeah. Anyway, I was like, uh, seriously? I know. That's, that is pretty funny. And the dew claw looks like this. Yeah. I'm yeah. not going to get that close. No. Yeah. I don't want to know what the claws look like. Jeez. Uh, yeah. But anyway. yeah. All right, fellas. I just thought I'd chime in a little bit. Thanks, right. buddy. Count in. Count us in for a load of venison bacon this year. Yes. Roger that, guys. All Thanks. right. Well, y'all have fun. Be Thank safe. You, Jimmy. Thanks, buddy. See you. All right. Uh, Lester uh-huh. wants to go noodling. Naked. <laughs> Naked. <laughs> On his paddleboard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, He's a naked noodle paddleboard guy. There's Lester. Yeah. Go to YouTube.com. You can cover more holes that way. <laughs> Not going to do it, brother. <laughs> Good God. No. How you doing? I don't know. There's something wrong with us great, today. We're definitely <laughs> off. I got a honeydew list and a daggum. Ten mules couldn't finish today, but I'm gonna I'm gonna try and make call it. Call Travis. Happen. Yeah, call Travis. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Travis, come help me. Yeah, <clears throat> he probably would. No, uh, no, he probably wouldn't. Hey, y'all, he probably wouldn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he probably wouldn't. You're See, right. it's your call come up. He's not answering the phone. Uh, right? Handyman Travis, by the way. Hey, Lester, write this down. It's nine zero four five one zero forty twenty. Got you, brother. Got you. Hey, y'all are talking. <laughs> Y'all talking about uh, food, that was perfect. Kevin and I were talking earlier this week about food. You know, last Saturday, my uh, Marshall family had a get-together, and immediately one of the topics when she hung up, I mean, things they wanted her to bring was uh, Carrie's mustard. Mm-hmm. And immediately I was like, nope. <laughs> and Marshall looked at me and she goes, you know, that's right. I said, those are precious that when friends – that don't, they ain't tasting nothing. It, it's mine. And, uh, I mean, we did not take it. I mean, immediately, I should not even, I said, I'll tell you what, you take a teaspoon and that, there's their taste. But other than that, I mean, I'm great. You just don't give up your, uh, your good stuff, man. I, I mean, that, every, all y'all tasted it, man. That mustard's just out of the world. It is good. And, uh, that stuff ain't happening with, you like that, ain't you, Jeff? You know, like, uh, certain things people give you. you Hoarding know. food. Yeah. I know you're like that. No. Nah. Cricket. No. Nah. Cricket. Oh, I, I am. Yeah. That's my, you got to come to my house. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yes, I have noodles. Over around where I'm from, there's lots of spring bowls, so the water's clear. Uh-huh. And, uh, and on those uh, mud banks, you know, they're real hard mud, a lot like, it looks kind of like, you know, like you see in uh, Oklahoma, but the, you know the dirt's more gray. And uh, I've got, but I've never caught them. They were like six or eight pounds, and we never had a bad thing, you know. Because Jeff, I'm like y'all. I ain't going in ten to fifteen foot of water for nothing. Reaching my hand and hold these were, you know, two to four foot. And uh, we did catch a few catfish growing up, but you know, ne- never had, never had an encounter with a with a big snapper head, you know. Uh, well, get, get get going on honeydews, Lester. Yeah, my, my yeah, we, we, we got to run. Yeah. You're wasting. You're wasting it, time. Bless. 
See ya. See ya. Let's <laughs> take a break. We come back. Uh, actually, let's get Ray in real quick. Squeeze in. He's got a quick question here about the Jetties. Morning, Ray. Hey, good morning, guys. Um, hadn't been able to get out the last couple of months, and I, I was listening to your show uh, a little while back, and one, one of you guys made a comment about how the fishing uh, the last couple of months that we were a month behind on on whether it was weather conditions. I, I wasn't right. quite sure, but anyway, I, I've got some time to fish uh, uh, two or three days next week uh, at the jetties in the morning, and just wanted to get a general report. They're talking about Mayport jetties, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's, yeah it's, May- it's been good. Um, there there are quite a few reds still hanging around the rocks. I saw some guys sheephead fishing actually a uh, day before yesterday. Because you can see them, they get out, they get out of the boat, they get on the rocks, and they peel up those little what is it, uh, those little limpets, right, and yeah. the oysters, yep. and uh, the other little small crustaceans that they're using. So I know that's what they're doing. There's been a handful of trout on there. I would get there early in the morning, and if you can get some pogies, those reds are really tuned in to about a three to four inch pogie. If you get those giant flip flop ones, they're too big. Okay. Um, okay. So I would use live shrimp if you can. I'd, I'd have a little bit of everything. Some live shrimp. I'd have some fiddlers. Yeah. And I'd work it. Yeah. Float some. Float some shrimp. But, jig head some but it's, shrimp. It's, it's worth this time. Yeah, it is. Okay. Just get there early. You know, I try to get there at crack of dawn, and then be be off the water by eleven or yep. twelve. All right, Ray. Okay. Thank you, buddy. We got to take a break. Appreciate it, guys. Thank See you. you. And uh, we come back. We're going to talk to Captain Kevin Favor. Huh. That's what? kind of interesting. What is he up there for, Chris? That's interesting. Is he calling in? Yes. He's in the he's, studio. He's calling in. I know. It's <laughs> a, a crazy doppelganger kind of thing. All right. All right. 904-641-1010 if you'd like to join us here, right here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Hey, if you've got a piece of waterfront and you want to make it even better, CNH Marine Construction, if you've been going across the Buckman Bridge and you're coming over to the East Bank, Take a look at the right-hand side, right there alongside the bridge. You're going to see the kind of quality work that they do. They're doing a dock right there, and I've been dealing with them firsthand 25 years. Mm-hmm. They do exceptional work at CNH Marine Construction. All right, let's do an updated weather, updated tides, and then we're going to talk to, I don't know who it is, but somebody's saying that they're Captain Kevin Favor. But first, let's do the weather, brought to you by the Bearded Pig, the best Barbecue in Jacksonville, period. Today, south winds 5 to 10. Can we can we argue that point? We have charter captains already calling us saying it's it's blowing. blowing. Yeah, Jeremy yep. told me it's blowing out of the, the south right now, already 10 to 12. Well, it's, it, they were saying it was going to become 10 to 15, and obviously it's already done that. Right, it's white Out of the southeast. And so uh, tomorrow, southwest winds 10 to 15, 3 to 4. Monday, southwest winds 10 to 15. Tuesday, southwest winds 10 to 15. And then Wednesday, southwest winds 5 to 10, which, according to this weather forecast with that system in the Gulf, it's obviously not going to have – will it have much of an impact on oh, us? It's got to. I mean, I'm looking at radar right now, and it's showing it going up into the panhandle towards Tallahassee, and that looks pretty gnarly. Okay. Is that like the, the future forecast of what you're looking at there? Uh, that is within the next two hours. Oh, yeah, two and a half We're going to get Ooh. some rain up in Georgia. Georgia's going to get wet. Yeah, yeah. Georgia's going to get wet. Already wet. Yeah. All right, and the Tide's Port brought to you by where I'm going today. I think I'm taking the nephews and the niece, right? Are we all going to Angie Subs today? We're <laughs> of in studio. We are. are. We're going to Angie yeah. Subs today. Uh, uh-huh. 
at Malin. Get and they're ready. like, yeah, you're driving, so mm-hmm. yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Yeah, do they? Guess have we're any going choice? wherever you're going. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not really. Okay. <laughs> Actually, they're excited. They've never been. Okay, there you go. They've never been. We got to yeah. break oh, them yeah. into Angie's oh. subs. You know, stay brownies. away from Mister Ed. I know one thing. Yeah. Okay, these boys are kind of finicky about what they eat. Oh, okay, oh. but but they've got French fries mm-hmm. and brownies with the tater best tots in them. French fries, and they come with tater tots inside of the French fries. You're such a good uncle. So good. Oh man, so good. All right, the uh, the Tide Report brought to you by Angie Subs at Mayport today. Right about now is the low tide at Mayport. That's a negative 0.27. And then at 4.41 p.m., it's going to be a 4.5 high tide. So, boys, uh, get ready. Uh, we're going to have Alton, George, and also, okay, Layton at Angie Sub. So, Ed Malin, I got a question for you. Do you happen to have any gluten-free wraps today, Ed? Gluten-free. I'm just saying, Ed. I'm just saying. Just It's an inside joke. Oh, okay. So, Ed, if you're listening, <clears throat> do you happen to have any gluten-free wraps today? Anyway, let's go to the phone lines and talk to Captain Kevin Favor. This should be interesting. Morning, Favor. Hey, y'all. Captain Kevin Favor here. Just here to talk to y'all today about putting fruit on salads. We were talking about it last week, and boy... Do I love putting fruit on salad? My wife eats a salad every single day. I ain't kidding. And you know, That's true. I, you can put any kind of fruit on a salad. You can put mandarin oranges, blueberries, and strawberries. Oh man, let me tell you. Oh, That's great. That's great. You got a dolphin hanger. Yeah. I'll, Oh my gosh. Fish? Shrill? We're talking about watermelon. Ooh, wee. <laughs> how, how many natties have you had this morning? About one or two, just out here kayaking. Just on the, one or two. Know. Does he not sound like that? like him. If he called me on the phone, I would think it was Kevin. That's unreal. That is uh-huh. great. Oh, uh-huh. my gosh. <laughs> We're listening. Go ahead. <laughs> well, so, you know, one more thing. Just if anybody wants to come by Jack's Cove Furniture, we're over here just, just hanging out. You guys can come by. We'll support you anytime. <laughs> That's classic. That's great, dude. Texaco oh, furniture. This is actually, this is actually Chris, Chris Spencer. I've uh, been working on an impression of you. That's fantastic. <laughs> that is money. Chris, that is hey, phenomenal. Hey, listen, since Kevin's going to be out next week, you want to come in and co-host? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. I'll do it. Hey, I'll be right there with you. You're the best, bud. We won't even lose the beat. Oh, that's classic. <laughs> that's great, Chris. <laughs> Oh Please tell me you got that recorded. That's one of the best impersonations yeah. of anybody I've ever heard. That was really good. That was really that was good. I'm scared unreal. for the next one, though. Yeah. Logs as Beer usual. Beer Pig, Ring Powder Cat Rental <laughs> Store, Stackham Storage, Claude Nolan Cadillac, Big Pen Heating, Cooling Coastal Equipment. Wow. Travis Home Renovations, Consignment Boat Sales, <laughs> LV Hires, Inc., Hagen Coastal Outfitter, Shark Coatings, Atlantic Coast Marine, CNH Marine Construction, Tire Outlet, Kirby Co. Builders, Whalen Bay Marine, Shimano, Strike Zone, Angie Subs, Seen Hatcher River Club, Moe's, and of course, the Nimnick Family of Dealerships, Chevrolet, and Buick and GMC. Hey, don't forget about Father's Day. Happy yep. Father's Day to everybody. That's right. Happy yep. Father's Day. Make sure you Day. give your dad a call, a text, something. Don't forget about your dad tomorrow. And remember, anything you do in the outdoors, 
Always think safety first. See ya. See ya. That was damn good, Chris. <laughs> See ya. We gotta go. We gotta go. Really? Yes. That's great, Bob. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, just real quick. <laughs> Break out the heavy line